0: This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 44, Spotlight on Spider-Man Dying Wish. Welcome to the show. This is episode 44 of Comic Shenanigans. We're doing a Spotlight on Spider-Man Dying Wish. I am Adam Chapman, your host, and I'm here with my special guests... Nathan Struck.
1: And Paul Skoraz.
0: Excuse the sound on the mic. said that weird it. again, didn't I? Did you? Nathan Struck. <laughs> You don't sound like that. Although yesterday when you corrected everyone's voice, uh, your pronunciation of your last name.
2: I correct, oh, it's not, it's not a correction. It's not it's a
0: correction, like, it's proper. The though.
2: anglicized version that everyone uses is struck and I'm fine with it.
0: Instead of Strook.
2: Well, same thing with scores, that's not how you say it. It's Wow. Yeah. It's like a T in there.
0: Yeah. And then I get to be nice and British and I have no, uh, no cool sound in my last like name. Two
2: podcasts, we're talking about ethnic pronunciations <laughs> of names.
0: Yep, two in a row. That was episode 40, by the way. This is a callback. Uh, Alright, so today we're talking about Spider-Man Dying Wish, uh, so it's the storyline that will take place from Amazing Spider-Man 6.98 to 700, not including 6.99.1, which is a giant waste of time, <laughs> unless you plan on buying Morbius. That'd
2: be great. I would love to have your quote in the back of that book. <laughs> Giant waste of time, Adam Chapman. Well, uh,
0: I'm sorry. Did you read it? It's, Paul? True. it's,
2: it's, it's true. It's
0: actually not well, a bad issue. It just doesn't matter at all. Waste
1: your
2: time. It, <laughs> it, it, you did. It's a
1: Morbius number one launching pad. It, it's Morbius like, number same way, zero. Say maybe they launched Venom uh, with a point one issue back, way back but when. But that at least Spider felt Island. more
0: organic. This just felt like yeah. it had nothing to do with anything. So this was Morbius yeah. number zero.
2: So they're just usually like obviously using the high circulation numbers of Amazing Spider-Man to get people interested. In a book that's somewhat related to Spider-Man, but not really. Exactly. Yeah. Well, right. at the end of the day, we all know the Morbius probably won't make a passage. I really don't like that. I feel like that's <sighs>
0: disingenuous.
2: I guess disingenuous is a good word. I just feel it's kind of kind of jerky to do to when the they, fan base. When
0: they brought out the Point One, the whole Point One initiative was supposed to be this is going to be launching pad for the upcoming stories for this book, not for another book. Yeah. Now, Venom, was, it, it at least felt like it was Flash Thompson, so it was a long-standing supporting cast member of Spider-Man. So it felt like as much as they were definitely launching the Venom book, it at least felt more organic.
2: What is so...
0: But Morbius is just a villain who's not all that interesting.
1: what is True, so but Holy Morbius about- had been recently in a story in Spider-Man. Like... It was organic to a certain extent, but it was about a book that...
0: Plus, I'm sorry, issue. it came in the middle of a three-issue storyline that ends the book. Yeah, this is also true. Like, if you want to do it, make it, what, uh, 690... whatever, 697.1. Yeah,
2: the timing was off, you
0: know. Yeah, Not 699.1, like, that's so stupid. Yes. Oh, the series is almost over, go to hell.
2: just want to know what is so holy about the numbering system, that when they have, like, a side story or a one-shot that's not necessarily part of an arc, they have to give it a .1. Or jumping off mm. point. What what is that about? I don't understand why it is an issue. It is an issue of this comic book. Why does that have to be a point one? Well, you understand it's not really. Like, I don't care what it is. Like it's an issue. Yeah. Why can't it be the next number in the succession? Like what is the problem?
0: That well, they've been doing that for years in different ways. I mean, we had uh, Flashback Month back in ninety eight, which minus one issues. Yeah, but Flashback one I at least had a reason. They but were
2: doing yeah, but it was also a marketing point. It was cheeky. Okay, I understand oh yeah. that. But this is I mean, a, DC had zero. This issues. is consistent. <laughs> I know,
0: DC had zero issues, now we've got point .1 issues, it's all, it's their new thing. But hey, is,
2: look everybody. It's just confusing. I don't really oh, it, it
0: is very confusing, I don't even know how to, how do I put the numbering on, well obviously you do, I guess, up to that issue, point, then point .1, yeah. but it's just stupid.
2: Yeah.
0: It just, and it interrupts it, because it's like, I've got 27 issues here, 27, I thought it only went to 26, oh, but well, you're forgetting point .1. And that
2: happens all the time, with the Uncanny uh, the X-Force, there's several times where it's like that, and I had forgotten there were point .1 issues. Because I just kind of was thinking, what issue are we up to now? And thinking about how many issues and how many volumes that fits into, and it wasn't right. And then you get the trade, and you're like, oh, that's right, this trade's bigger than you think it is because it contains point ones. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, what, they're not, neither here nor there.
0: Neither here nor there. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, do you want to go through issue by issue, or just give your overall thoughts of the entire storyline? What it kind of if you'd like to or not? First of all, or how, how would you like to approach it? I'll put it. I'll give it to you, Nate. How do you, how do you want to approach uh, dying wish?
2: I think it'd be better if we just kind of go through it one by one. Okay. We can hear everyone's thoughts on it. And then we can take time at the end to kind of, if you don't know by now, right, um, your final thoughts maybe on it. Okay. Because I think that in a discussion like this, in any kind of book club atmosphere, as it were, Mm. that you might have opportunities to kind of have your mind changed or at least uh, opinions kind of massaged a certain way that maybe you're not so, such a stickler for something or or, um, so in love with a a scene as you thought you were. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. Okay. I think that's the kind of the... The okay. journey will go on together.
0: Oh, wow. The journey will go on. I have together. my hand
2: on Paul Sty right now. Oh, Nate. oh wow.
0: <laughs> it's more awkward because I'm in the middle of the journey. Yeah, cross <laughs> over Adam to, get to him. <laughs> so uh, I'm a little bit more uncomfortable now. All right, so we'll start with issue 698, which has the uh, cover with Doc Ock saying Peter Parker on it, which I actually don't like the lettering. I thought the letterer did a bit, poor job. Cutting criticism You're from right. Adam. Picture about it's the lettering. The lettering. Yes. No. <laughs> no. Seriously, it doesn't
2: look. I don't know. It just sometimes the lettering can be something for a discussion. This one, I'm not really with really? you at all. My God. <laughs> Done. I, don't, I don't know. Oh, stop crying, oh, God. <laughs>
1: well,
0: I'm just saying. I didn't. I didn't like the thought. The letters did a poor job. Now Rivera
2: did the cover, though.
0: I'm not. Not no. no How knock do you think about on the cover the, itself. The cover is fine because it's.
1: May I ask a quick question? Yes. Um. This version of Doc Ock, the Doc Ock has been beaten and lobotomized, and ready to yeah. die. Who introduced this incarnation of Doc Ock? Who said, hey, this is, we're, this is how we're going to go with Doc Ock moving forward? Who Dan Slot for
0: in Amazing Spider Man
1: 600. All right, so, slot? So it was from the 100, ish, 100 issues ago. Okay. Yeah. thank you.
0: That was always apparently his plan. That's what I thought. I was reading interviews with him, and apparently this was. like It was actually supposed to take place before Spider Island, but then. They came up with Spider Island instead. And So they kept pushing the storyline further and further down the mm-hmm. road, and then it ended up coinciding with Marvel Now. Mm-hmm. And so then they decided, well, let's hold on. Let's make this the 700th issue, mm-hmm. and then let's cancel it and bring it.
2: Why new, does he have eyes on the cover of this, but no eyes in the magazine?
0: Oh, because he's kind of. Yeah, that's a good point. Error. <laughs> you Take just, that, Rivera. You read the book well. <laughs> I read uh, it well. I, also, I looked at it. Well, also, I didn't like the uh, like the pincers on the on the cover that's not the way his arms
2: are those look supposed like. to be his arms? I think so. He doesn't even have the arms when he's in the iron lung, anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah, but there's enough of them. It doesn't look like there's just someone with the, you put pliers on them. It does look,
2: yeah, you know, like, those look like plier grips.
0: Yes, yeah. but you can see his uh, <laughs> tentacle moving along the lower left hand corner. A bunch
2: of shop guys <laughs> have gotten together over him and with uh, with the pliers, making him respond to bitabaga. Baga." <laughs> well, and the lettering is atrocious. <laughs> screw <laughs> off. The
0: lettering was not good. Um... You
2: guys are assholes. (laughs) What? You gotta love how much better this gets as we get into this. Yeah. Well, it's
0: interesting, too. He actually looks a lot healthier on the cover than he does anywhere else in the book.
2: Yeah, in the book, he looks like he's kind of been zombified and chopped up and. Almost like you know, he looks
0: terrible. Yeah, I'm actually not a fan of what they've been doing to Doc Ock over the course of the last he look 100 human issues. not at all. I miss Doc Ock. I mean, I I like the idea behind it because it does make sense that a guy like him, who's just a human with all the punches he's taken, would be beaten. Yeah, but his... he can do a mind transfer like every other villain in the world. Well, he has. <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: So,
0: yeah. Well, so Doc, I do it again. Doc Doom does it. And yep. okay, so this issue itself, so this is a very, if it wasn't for the revelation, okay, yeah, it's kind of a yeah. boring issue be honest it's very much a this is a day in the life of peter parker oh wait okay and without i think without the revelation this really isn't
2: that great an issue now you mentioned um in the in the year end podcast how uh this ends with a certain revelation and then it causes you to go back and read the book a different way yes and after reading this Mm -hmm. i have to disagree really I find this as nothing, like, those, the really cool things are where you can do just that. Uh, Six Senses is a very popular um, uh, example of that. Bioshock's another good example of that. Like, okay. when, I, when you play through Bioshock the second time, you're going to be looking for certain things that you missed the first time along. Okay. In this one, uh, I, they, they, have made a pro, they made a mistake, I feel, and I have two suggestions how they could have fixed it. Okay. The big problem is they show narration inside of Peter, quote, Peter, unquote, his head. Okay. Which is with really Doc Ock's narration. Yes. So the first person narration throughout the entire book. Yeah. Which, and the way it's narrated, is purposely narrated to resemble Peter Parker's mind. Yes. So to trick you. And then at the end it's revealed it's actually Doc Ock in Peter's brain the whole time. Going, oh, I guess I should go back and look for some things. And the one thing you, you suggest that you found that made it sound like maybe it wasn't Peter's when he said, oh, I should go see that sweet old lady. Yeah. That's probably the one thing. I think you found the one thing that there is to find because
0: uh, there's another one uh, near the end where he's he's responding to the Avengers priority call. It says, "I know the public at large has gotten used to the idea of Spider-Man being one of Earth's mightiest heroes, but I never will."
2: Yeah, that's something that Peter would say. He,
0: yeah, but it also feels like that 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 feels more Doc i I
2: don't think it feels more anything. I think that's that's a very Peter thing to say. I don't know. I I, f- I feel like the way it was written. I feel like that felt more like Doc Ock. Here are some great examples of things that are absolutely not Doc Ock that Peter is uh, that only Peter would ever say, and it it, it kind of goes like he. It, it's one thing to say these things out loud to pretend you're somebody else. Yeah. It's another to have thoughts in your own private head that are thinking like Peter Parker. But it, isn't he, the, he isn't the, thinking like Peter Parker. But the Parker.
0: concept here is that he's not just purely himself. He has Spider-Man But it establishes,
2: as soon as this issue ends, it establishes full-bore Doc Ock's narrative in the very next issue, and for the next issue after that, yeah. that Doc Ock's narrative is Doc Ock. Hmm. There's no Peter in there at all. And yet in this one, which is, again, first-person narration is super personal. Yeah. There's nothing you have to hide from an, quote-unquote, audience yeah. When you're thinking in your own head, you're not hiding anything from anyone. You're not trying to make anyone believe anything. His, his words outside to everyone else should make it seem like he's Peter, but his personal thoughts should be, I've got to keep this guy's up. I've got to keep people making, mm. oh, that was a close one. I don't really know what to say to that person. But they're still trying
1: to trick you here until the relation happens at the end of the issue. That's I know, that's my
2: problem. A much better way to do it, a more elegant way to do it, is take out all the first person narration, just have him say things.
0: I think, but I think for me, so the revelation meant more because we, we got the fir- fir- first-person narration.
2: But it's an incorrect first-person narration. That's mm-hmm. not Doc Ock's narration. Mm-hmm. It's a plot device the author used to try to trick people into thinking, <laughs> I'm going to prove to them this is Peter, and I'll make his thoughts <clears throat> think like Peter, not like a Doc Ock who's in Peter's body yeah. and he's trying to pull off him, uh, like a mind swap. If they just took out the narration boxes and had him say things, mm-hmm. they could add little lines that were kind of off, like, I should yeah. go see that sweet old lady. And as a reader, you, you might think... Man, uh, Dan Slott, is, he's kind of lost his voice for Peter. That's what it should make you think. You should be a little uncomfortable with how he's being portrayed. Get the reader out of his mind, his most intimate thoughts, mm. so that you don't have a, a window into this deception, or what should be a deception. And then, at the end, it gets revealed. You're like, oh, and then you might realize... That's why there were no narration boxes. Yeah. When was the last time I read a Peter Part- Spider Man issue that didn't have any narration boxes? It was a little off. And it was weird when he said that about Aunt May. And oh yeah, and oh yeah, and that's why this that's why that. Mm. As it is, he says things like he leaps into battle and punches out this, this destructor character and says, Really? I leap in and you say Spider Man? Enough with the cliches. Pap and punches him. Mm-hmm. Doc Ock has never said anything like that before. I'm sorry, Katam. Sorry, Katam <laughs> Right? Like everything that sarcasm he uses, yeah. Like my God, who talks like that? Even the emphasis is put on talks It's mm. placed on talks with the, with a bold. That's the sarcasm, right? That's Peter's line. That's how Peter talks. But and I would give it to you, saying, "Oh yeah, well their minds are mixed up." If he did this anywhere else in the series after this, and he mm. he doesn't even in the in the what is it called the Superior Spider Man issue, which it's not. I guess technically it's the, it's uh, the Avenging, Avenging Spider Man, where yeah. he is the Superior Spider Man. Yeah, where it's like it's confirmed their brains are mixed together. He's still very different. Uh, definitely, Doc Ock. He's hmm. not Peter. So I kind of had an issue with this narration stuff. I went back and I thought, yeah, just don't go in a character's head if they're narrating, if they're narrating just to just to confuse you or throw you off. That's not authentic.
0: I think for for me though, as much as maybe the narration is incorrect, I thought it was very effective in making me care more about, like, how is this happening. Because not only has he switched bodies, which is a classic kind of Freaky Friday, but he has his memories. And I thought that was more important.
2: But he has to deliberately, at least at first access those memories and they say it multiple times like what is this it's coming into my brain what am i seeing or mm. he's making me see this don't make me see this or what is this i'm seeing all of a sudden and then you go through the rest of the issue and you'll have like one or two issues of like he flashes into a memory yeah. even peter um you said that that moment is both um disgusting and funny with the wedding night or i guess wedding oh. the day before the yeah. wedding, yeah, is wedding um, night. He, he removes that memory from his head and says i'll never think of that again so if they're not necessarily like our memories, where they kind of just flood into our heads, and we and they're part of our being. This is one of the problems I actually have with with the, with the book, just because of the missed opportunity. Um, as a science fiction idea, I feel like the uh, the Switch Brain storyline of Wolverine and Spider Man from um, uh, Ultimate Spider Man was very much just like a fun little hey, this is carefree. Yeah. This is it's for at least four issues I've read of this kind of ongoing story storyline. Um, they have an opportunity to take this really cool science fiction idea. Um, we, we have an eternal debate in our society between nature or nurture. What makes a man? What makes a person? Is it their DNA? Is it what they're made up of? Or is it how they're raised? And what are memories? What's the nature of a memory? Is a memory what makes you who you are? Or is there such, such, such thing as a soul? All these philosophical existentialist debates that we have. Yeah. This is an opportunity to, to address just that. Are These men, they have their bodies switched. Their, 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 sorry, their minds switched. Their bodies and their brains, as far as we know, are the same. Mm-hmm. If DNA was what made us who we are, just switching electrical patterns in a brain wouldn't change anything and you wouldn't think any differently. Mm-hmm. Okay? If memories make you who you are, then just dumping someone else's memories into someone else's brain should make them that other person. But clearly that's not the case either here. Yeah. There, there's a case to be made that they're suggesting that Peter's soul and Ox's soul were switched. Hmm. And now they're kind of fighting, their souls are fighting these other foreign memories in their heads. And they're not really becoming the other person. And I think the issue of avenging Spider-Man really speaks to that. Doc Ock, in the entire issue, spends the whole issue fighting this idea of an alien entity encroaching on him. And by the end of the issue, he's come out on top and says, I am Master, I am Dr. Octavius, but I'm also going to be Spider-Man and this this is my path. So this idea, I think, would if Hickman could have been given this same plot, yeah. he would have taken these very high kind of science fiction ideas and asked the questions, what is a soul? What is a man? What are memories? Mm. Um, instead, we get a very kind of cartoony take on it. It's sloppily done. It's done as a kind of, as I say, a plot device to confuse the reader rather than elegantly doing it without the narrative boxes. Or give us some narration, but make it very confusing narration. Have it actually doc narrating things, but it's always it's a little off. It's like, is that Peter? And again, make you question whether Dan Slott just can't write Peter Parker anymore if he's just kind of lost his voice for the character, yeah. or if something else is going on here, because as it is, really, you read this issue and you don't really question anything, you know you don't really think like this isn't really Peter Parker. I don't think you're meant to question it though but i I, I, would, I think it's supposed, I, it be nice it, did. it's supposed
0: to read It's supposed to read as a nice standalone you know the typical day in the life of Peter Parker, and then they pull the bait and switch.
2: but uh, my question to you then is could they have done the bait and switch without any of the previous pages leading up to it? And you would still be shocked. No. I would contend that you would be. I don't think I, I would... Because they're saying this Peter has been Doc Ock Peter before this issue. This isn't the first issue where he's Doc Ock Peter. So this has been something that has existed in previous issues already. No, no,
0: they, 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 they do, well, they do say exactly where it happened. Yeah, it's that point where the, the
2: Doc Ock bots yeah, and tap into him when he's wearing was, the spider armor.
0: That record. was the issue before.
2: And at the But did it happen at the very end of that issue? Yes. There were no panels after that? I don't believe so. Either way, if they had do done... Remember, do
1: you remember, Paul? Well, because the octobot gets him when he's For... messing around with the hobgoblins, right? Yeah, at
0: the, at the
2: end of that issue. Yeah.
0: And I think that's the last we've seen so Spider-Man that's... in yeah. that issue. Yeah.
2: yeah. Either way, if they had done an issue of this or not, or they had done this reveal at the end of that issue, mm-hmm. it still would have been like, what the crap is happening? It's, you know what I mean? Like this, I, know, I don't, I don't for, feel for that this.
0: They... The, it, it was for me. It was it was the fact that he had his memories. That was the, that was my main takeaway. The fact that he switched bodies with him didn't matter to me. That, that that felt like it mattered less, and it felt like because mm. I kind of thought that might happen. Um, based on where they were going with it, we all knew that Doc Ock was coming back to the storyline. The fact that he had his memories—that to me was the bigger surprise. So that's the
2: surprise for me. Not that you have been reading a character for a long period of time who isn't who we thought he was. Because according no. to you, it's, it's one issue. It is So what's issue. the purpose of these pages in front? There's no real... There's nothing that makes us question who this person really is. There's nothing really outlandish. It's not really meant to
0: make you question it. Well, and if it
2: take... isn't, then why give us all these pages? Well, how many pages? Like 17 pages of making us question nothing? An- another take might be... Well, because this makes us Sorry, question what think. we've just read. The, the ending makes me question it. Should, it, it could make you question the... all of Peter. I, at this point, at the end of this issue, you don't know where the switch happened. So if they just showed this to you anywhere, your, your first question is, where did the switch happen? That is the question. How long have I been reading Spider Man and this, this, this yeah. has already taken place? The, spending 17 pages showing you a day in the life of Peter, which is the same as every single other day, I have read at least, tr- like, I don't know, 50 Spider Man magazines yeah. where this exact same thing happens. I'm swinging along, I'm carefree, I punch someone out, I go see MJ, I love my family, I'm, I'm caught between my, my watch, my schedule, and what my Spider Man duties. I gotta go see <sighs> the Avengers. I've read a lot of issues with that. There's mm. no surprises in here, there's no substance to it. The shock is, oh my gosh! How long has this been going on? When did the switch happen? That's the question. That's all I'm saying. If they had just been more added more finesse and more. The thing it wasn't
0: the question, for just for me, the key the key thing was they had his memories. That's the more the. Okay, shock. that's fine, but they have the that's thing, only established at the end of the book. Nothing yeah. about the
2: rest of the book really speaks to that. You no, still don't know doesn't. to what extent they. Have but I, I
0: like the rest of the issue, as, as as far as it goes for having like a a standard day in the life. But, I really but do you see what I mean? Like, how it
2: can be done with more. Uh, panache more of like an eyebrow raise like why why are there suddenly no narrative boxes why is Peter doing this
0: I think he was trying to I think because he didn't want you to suspect he wanted it to be the bait and switch he wanted to just throw it at
2: you I don't think he wanted you to really right but by doing that he did a sloppy thing because you cannot give someone a narrative box and have their pure honest secretive thoughts be I'm pretending I'm someone else so much I never once give away I'm But who's to say there's no transition
1: period Maybe he's still Peter converting into it. Maybe there's still a process to the whole thing happening that he's slowly converting, and then there's that little, there's a fight going on in there that we don't know or see it yet, and no. then suddenly before you know it,
2: this, the, the full switch finally happens. As you might, as you, you, said might said... you got a no prize for that. And I might, if I had a no prize, I'd give it to you. <laughs> Except for the fact that when you show pers- a person's private, most inner thoughts... That would, that, that's, it would reflect such a fight. You know what I mean? Not necessarily. We're not, we're not seeing thoughts. his
0: entire thoughts
2: the entire day.
0: We're seeing most of his thoughts. We
2: know that he has memories of being There could be thoughts in the middle. But, but right now, you're just reading into it to cover Dan Slot's sloppy yes, storytelling.
0: That's what a no prize is?
2: <laughs> that is what a no prize is.
0: That's exactly what it is. I'm
2: just, I'm, not, I'm just suggesting it could have been done better. I think that they could have used better uh, narrative techniques or storytelling techniques to, and I'm not saying it should ever be overt. I'm not saying it should make you go, oh, something is, this is preposterous. Spider-Man doesn't, like, ask where his other arms are. Um, or you know, complain about being beaten as a child. I don't know. I I want to see see that Or start drawing the the Vitruvian man everywhere. Like, obviously not, but it, little things should make you just raise an eyebrow. Even just the, the 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 detail of removing a narrative box, any narrative box in a Spider-Man comic, a true Spider-Man fan, the long-term fans who've been around for 700 issues, would go raise, would raise an eyebrow. Can you imagine and it might be you, subconscious, too. Can you imagine if you've been reading
0: for 50 years?
2: No one has. No one? Even Stanley hasn't.
0: <laughs> Stanley stopped at issue 101. Stanley
2: stopped reading his own issues after a while. He just like kind of wrote them out and like, I don't know what it says. And then they had like, send it out to the printer. Yeah. So, know, I, I, I just hope my point is, is, is understood. Whether you agree or not, it's up to you. But, uh, you know what I mean? That's all. What are your thoughts, Paul?
1: We've kind of shouted you out. As always. Um, it happens once in a while. It does, it does. No, no, I... When I read it, because I hadn't been looking on the internet and looking up any spoilers, I kind of didn't see the whole thing coming with this. The whole switcheroo. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I have... Your take on it, more or less, Adam, where you had read it, everything seems up and up, let's see where they're going to go to finish off, you know, 700, and, you know, lo and behold, this thing happens at the end that kind of goes, oh, what, uh, what what, happened here, when this happened, um, you know, it was it was a surprise, but I don't know if it was a pleasant one. Okay.
2: I, I think that... I had ruined the surprise for you, though, right, Nate? Uh, it doesn't I'm, matter. I'm I sure I did. I don't care. But um, I guess it... that just comes back to my point of if you're going to spend the 17 pages establish this as a regular day, give us something to go back over and reread and look at and look for those clues. Give us some meat, some substance so that we can be detectives and go – because as I say, the first thing you want to do is – Paul just mentioned, where did this start? And wouldn't that be neat if they gave us make, maybe like a small clue in the last issue? And then they gave us certain little clues all throughout this issue and took away those narrative boxes so it wasn't so preposterous that he'd actually think he was Peter and never, ever thought that he was also Doc Ock. And then um, make a little puzzle for us to put together and go, like, okay. And you can have conversations with people and go, like, can we, can we put this together? Can you find where you think that the, the kind of his headspace changes? Or can we see where we think it might have come about? Um, as it is, by creating this kind of faux narrative... Um, they're glossing over the actual character that has been created. There's a new mind that is inhabited into the other person's body. Uh, there are no clues to be found, really. Hmm. Like, there's no... Where can you actually pinpoint? For all we know, at this point, maybe this transfer happened in the middle of this issue. I don't know. There's well, no way to know.
0: When this issue came out, some people
1: wondered if it went back to 600 or it ends the Earth or... I mean... Well, they start explaining stuff in the following issue, right? Yeah. That's when, starts, when Peter's debating all when did this yeah. happen? How did this happen? Okay, Why yeah. am I in Doc oh, yeah. body? Like, we get there. So we want to move to the 699.
0: issue six, 6 ninety nine? Then we've kind of over debated six ninety eight. So uh, we have uh, well the cover I, I really like. Again, I don't I don't like these spider arms though. Sorry, the uh, the octopus arms. I prefer the old school look. The Doc ox the kind things. of three anime style. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Like I don't know <laughs> if I I mean
2: the the pincers
0: are fine. I guess
2: I they've undergone so many different changes. I mean, so many. This kind of ribbed almost triangular um, shaft to the arms was kind of came about in the movie, Spider-Man 2. Um, they used to be more cylindrical before that. I mean, I'm fine with the evolution.
0: All right, so oh, now, instead of having, what, Elson on art, who's a felon artist in 698... Did not
2: care for Elson, by the way.
0: It was all right. Found it,
2: that his storytelling was, it was okay, I but was, his detail was
0: poor. I was more disappointed because once... like, like, like Slot kept kept saying 698 was really important, but then after I read it, then I was more like, why would they give such a big important issue to a film? That kind of bug me. Hmm. Uh, so $6.99 and nine and seven hundred are done by uh, Humberto Ramos. So he's back on the book. Um, I'm still not sure how I feel about Ramos. It's so much better than his stuff was like 8 years ago, or actually 10 years ago, when it was much more animated and exaggerated, and I didn't like that style, so it's a lot more...
2: Yeah, I, I like he, him a lot more. He kind of feels in some ways... He's toned it down a lot. He's got a little bit of Roger Cruz coming in there now, mixing with yeah. the, some shots, like even of people's noses, if I'm just pointing to a nose shot, you, you can't see this, but what I'm pointing out to Adam is that it almost has the same kind of shading as uh, Lionel Francis Yu... In some ways... Yeah, we're so looking
0: at page two to three where it's uh, Doc Ock is... Being guess, resuscitated. Being resuscitated. Yeah, He and he really looks disgusting. Like, isn't he like everything's being stitched back
2: yeah, together? He looks like he's a, a Frankensteinian mummy. monster. He yeah, does. or a mummy. He doesn't look like a person.
0: Like, he doesn't even really... Like, does he actually have eyes under and those? And they do an incision
2: and then crack open his ribs and massage his heart to get him resuscitated. And then the next scene, he's up and going, you know? Yeah, that... that it's ridiculous the amount of punishment this frail you know, dying man takes.
0: Well, I mean, in this issue, he's pretty much still mummified, but then in the next issue, yeah, he's up and yeah, moving.
2: all the stuff that happens to him, you may think that it's preposterous what happens in Prometheus to the main character and all the the pain she endures and all the damage and she's running around. Uh, look at this Doc Ock instead because this guy should be dead like now. Oh, he shouldn't be alive at all. For sure. Like, to, if you're going to have him go through all this, this, this um, pain and physical torment throughout this, these next few issues, don't say that he's on the verge of death every yeah. you know, a few, a few seconds.
0: One thing I just noticed and I thought it was weird is that so Morbius the Living Vampire that's coming up soon. Yep. Uh, so Elson did six ninety eight, but yeah, he didn't do six ninety nine point one. Doesn't that seem odd that like this new book is coming up by him? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't he do the the lead up issue, like <laughs> to his own book? <laughs> to his own book, yeah. That, yeah. Especially when six ninety nine point one is basically Morbius zero. So he didn't illustrate that, but he illustrated. One of the more important issues of Amazing Spider-Man is,
2: is Morbius an ongoing. Do you know? It is. Hmm. I that's a shame. I bet it won't last past issue. You should, you should write it as a miniseries, and if there's phenomenal sales, you continue. That's what they did with Alpha
0: Flight. It was started as a miniseries, it got upgraded mm. to an ongoing. then got downgraded back to, an, uh, yeah. to a to mini and then it was over. Yeah. But, or it's better than uh, the Old Winter Squad by Jed, and Domenico. He yeah, that was That uh, was difficult yes. for me. <laughs> that was supposed to be a, like a mini series, and it got canceled in the middle. Like, after issue four, and it was just like, thanks a lot, guys. You suck. Uh, So this issue, so this is the, basically, Peter Parker stuck in Doc Ock's body trying to figure out what to do. Um, He's, you know, he's, I actually really liked how Ramos made Peter Parker look. Like, Peter Parker, Doc Ock in, Doc Ock in Peter Parker's body, how messed up and, like, angry and, like, creepy he looks. Like, I like that Doc Ock can pervert that in Peter and make him look scary. Because Peter's generally, like, a
2: a friendly-looking guy.
0: (laughs) Right, but it is
2: Ramos, so it is not, like, there's no... Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's not, like, uh, subtle in any way. It's very cartoony.
0: Well, even, like, the shot of Spider-Man snapping Captain America's neck is very cartoony. Just the angle he gets. It almost doesn't even look, like, that's not even, like, hideous. It's just, like, boop.
2: But, I mean, I think Ramos overall is a good artist for this because of his lack of subtlety. This this is a very kind of romping, bombastic uh, story. Like
0: where he's worried about, you know, Doc Ock threatening Mary Jane. Like, that looks creepy. But, you know, Ramos probably did it very well. And that shot of Aunt May in the wedding dress is so creepy.
2: Yes. a little unnecessary to have that scene in there. Why? It's I don't, I don't know. Value. There's it's no a, need for it. Really it really is. I mean, she is a woman of, who has been established... This isn't like the ultimate universe hippie Mary Jane... This, I'm sorry, Mary this is a geriatric This woman. is, yeah, a woman from the what's called the greatest generation. She lived through the, you know, World War II. She was alive then or whatever, and she has very conservative values. This is her second husband. Yeah. What is this whole... F- I don't understand. I don't know.
0: Now, Nate, on the whole, did you enjoy this issue? A lot of it is is basically just uh, Peter Parker thinking and realizing how we got in this mess. Like, yeah. It's kind of the antithesis of the last issue, which was a lot of nothing leading up to the revelation. Right. Now we have the revelation,
2: then we have all the lead-up showing how we got there. Yeah. Did you like that more? Uh, are you asking if I like this issue better than the last one? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I find the artworks better, and they're at least trying to tell some kind of a story, because yeah, as we've established, the last issue was very much just a lead-up. Yeah, you see, here it happens right here. Here's what I thought Get some ways fighting the yeah, I the didn't series. read the last arc, so I don't know exactly right. the timing of that. But uh, I don't feel it really hurt my understanding of. I mean, they they establish what it is. It's, it's yeah, they tell you pretty easily it's what it is. Funny little and, you know science fiction voodoo stuff that they always do in Doc Ock comics. So. Basically,
0: yeah. Uh, I did like how like for people who've been reading Amazing Spider-Man, this Golden Octobot had been showing around for a while. So I did like how they finally used it for something interesting. Which, to be honest, I did not see that part coming. Um, the golden octobot being used for the mind transfer. Um, but I liked how they kind of did that, and I liked that Peter can now control it. Uh, I liked that he was able to initiate like a, pl- a master plan. I guess I, I I felt like leading up to 700, it felt a little bit more exciting than I thought it would be after 698, because 698 felt very much like, okay, that's kind of interesting. I'm wondering how is his memories, how is he going to get out of this one? And in this issue, I liked that he basically put together a Sinister Six, and I, I liked that it was well, kind of... four. Sister 4, but I like that it was kind of a nice flip on what you expect, and, you know, it's it was going to be Doc Ock versus Spider-Man, but in a different way, and I thought that was really cool. Um,
2: I yeah. do want to point out, though, that of all the narrative boxes you see, um, for the, like, the first half of the issue, it's all Peter thinking to himself and worrying about things. Yeah. You'd see at no point in time there's a moment where he even sounds like Doc Ock. There's no Otto in his mind at all right now. No, It's really. Peter, and he has access to Otto's memories when he accesses them. Yeah. Which seems to just, you know be consistent with how Peter or sorry, Doc Ock is written in Peter's body when it, when it switches to him, it's very mm-hmm. much Doc Ock's head is his own head, and when he says things out loud, he's speaking for he even sounds like Doc Ock. It's like Peter t- and now all of a sudden it's Peter, it's the same guy who was in the last issue, yeah. but um, and he's kind of pretending to be Peter, but he lets he lets a lot of things slip all of a sudden. Now yeah. he's giving away clues left and right that saying like he calls marriage and woman a lot, so like, yeah. call her MJ. Um, so it's it's definitely Doc Ock, and it then be, he has memories. Could it be related to stress? I I, I just th- I just think because it's a confirmation. Peter,
0: Peter's very stressed in this entire issue, and yet he sounds exactly like he, he should. But whereas yeah, sure. whereas P, uh, Doc Ock as Peter was not in any way stressed, and therefore maybe that lets the mind meld more clearly. When he's no. more stressed and agitated,
2: I, I, he becomes more like I him, don't think there's any self. that subtlety written in it anywhere in here. I'm just saying, I'm establishing this as evidence that Slot was just doing what he had to do to try to confuse even him. Even
0: Avenging Spider-Man, we see like when he's more in situations which tax him more, you hear more of Otto coming through.
2: I I don't know. I felt that there's a quite a bit of auto in this. We haven't got to the auto narrative boxes yet, no. but once you get into them, it's very plainly auto. If you took the same style that he, his mind is written, his mm-hmm. narrative is written uh, in in these issues in nine and um, six ninety nine and seven hundred, and you placed that style of language in the narrative boxes for a swinging around Peter Parker or Spider Man in six ninety eight when you know when they wrote him. I, I yeah. feel wrong Trying to dupe everybody. Yeah. Everyone would have said, there's totally something wrong here. Because he would have been saying things like, I have to make sure Spider-Man doesn't find me. I have to make sure that he dies mm-hmm. in that old body of mine. Like, there's no way you could hide it. It's so overtly Doc Ock. Yeah. He, you know, he, the way he refers to people who are supposed to be close to him. The way he speaks to them. Everything yeah. about it. I mean, to be fair, the way he talks even to MJ in 698 is a little terse. But it's not not super surprising. He has kind of been addicted. It's not forward. as terse as it gets later. No, it gets much, much worse. It becomes more obvious that he's a, he's a villain. And then at one point, Peter, I, I think in 699, uh, when they go into the police station, is that 99 or is that 700? The when s- they attack the police station. That's 700. At one point he calls um, Trapster an imbecile. And he says to himself, oh man, I even sound like Ock now. Yeah. I'm like, is he really sounding like Ock, or is he just calling an idiot an idiot? Because he does call Pete, Pace Pop Pete an idiot all the time, anyway.
0: Yeah, but not, he never used the word innocent. No, no.
2: But he, I mean, is he at that point is he playing a role, or but is he still, still acting like Doc Ock, he's trying to fool the villains, helping him, Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah that could be part but of it. it. But I did. The, I wish they would play with that more. I wish they actually would have them say things, and all of a sudden, instead of Doc Ock constantly being a dick to everyone and being this kind of really, you know. Uh, chiding everyone and being very um, um, curt with everyone. It would be nice if all of a sudden, in, a mid, in mid-sentence, just to kind of sh- indicate to the audience that something's going on with his head, he just switches his speech and it becomes all of a sudden very sweet to MJ. Hmm. Wouldn't that be weird? If Like, like what's going on with Doc? Or he says something that's not um, condescending to one of the other scientists. That would have been nice to have these little verbal cues intermingled throughout the next few issues. Yeah. But I feel it's very consistently not that way. It's very much... I'm Doc Ock, and I'm Peter, and our minds are just switched. That's it. Mm. And uh, I wish there was more confusion, actually.
0: No. Uh, one thing I did really like about this issue, so six nine nine, I believe it's six nine nine. I'm looking for it. Yeah, it was uh, Doc Ock. Sorry, not Doc, Doc Ock. Um, Lizard telling Peter what happened to him. You liked the revelation? I did like that he told him. Yeah. Because was the
2: right place to do it?
0: There's really the only place he could have told it. I mean, it was a, when it was revealed at the end of the uh, No Way Out arc. It was a real kind of. It was really.
2: Really good, well done because we're so sad
0: that this was his prison. This was his
2: penance. Why does he have to tell? Like, what, what he says, I have to tell someone a terrible secret. Why does he have to tell Doc Ock now? Like, uh, we I like, have no relationship. Otto and the lizard have no relationship. No,
0: but I like the idea that he needed to get it out. Like he's he's entrapped for the rest of tell his life. Tell the guard. He doesn't, but he doesn't really want to be tell let out. Tell Smythe. No, I don't. But he doesn't want to be let out. I think the whole point. Yeah, is he has his
1: chance to escape. But I know. He doesn't do I'm just it. saying. Like,
2: why does he have to tell Otto? There's no relationship. Because he's no,
0: dying. Only because he's dying. Because he needed mm.
2: to. He needed to unburden himself. He, ha- to someone... he has to tell someone how that person take it to their grave. Kind of. Yeah. Why? Why not everyone know? He's because
0: he's taking it to his grave. Why? Because he doesn't want anyone to know. He he's committed uh, the, uh, some horrible horrible things. He killed his son. He believes that he is. This is his just dessert. He then, deserves to be trapped away way he is. Then why to here? tell
2: someone? You know what I mean? If he's trying to do his penance, and he's trying to suffer in silence, and he's he's committed to die in silence as this beast, why all of a sudden this random moment where... I, I have to tell someone. I, I want to do like penance, and I really need to suffer here, and I need to be like isolated, I mean, but I'll tell you.
0: Because he's like, he's he's decided that like he's... For everyone else, he will always be a mindless beast, but for one person. He I, wanted
2: to be able to be himself just I, once. I kind of wish it was Otto who was actually in this body, because Otto would be like... F off! Like I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it would have said, like I don't care at all. I'm dying in a giant iron lung. I can be- blood is filling my lungs right now. Screw you. You know what I mean? You have regeneration powers. You want to give me some of your blood over here? Like I don't want to help me, freaking Connors. Come over here and help me. Give me you know, regenerate my limbs. Give yeah. me some life back. But uh, unfortunately, we get Peter, and he's just like Kurt. Just like whimper. <laughs>
0: No, I well, I disagree. I thought that I, I like that, that. There was
2: no emotional resonance there it, so for who, me. I, I thought there was for who? For Peter, okay, but not for Connors. That, Connors and it was for Connors, but, but but Connors doesn't have any connection to this this, this mass murdering dark man. No, I agree. So there is no, no emotional connection for for Connors.
0: I think the connection is that he got to tell somebody. This is this is his his pen his cross to bear,
2: and he got that he should bear it silently. Well. He's yes, a flawed character. Anyone who's passing through this prison who happens to be dying or on death row, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> but everybody else, I'm not going to tell you. I'm doing my penance. I'm li- I have a vow of silence about this thing.
0: All right. Paul, what do you think? What I was... is going
2: on? You know what I, you I know
0: what Nate thinks.
2: <laughs> I, uh, what I do like... I'm uh, uh, sorry. Paul, you know what? Go ahead with your thing. I'll tell you what I like later. Are you asking the question about the issue or about the Kirk
1: Connors revelation?
0: Uh, a little bit of both, I just realized i'm I'm looking through this issue. Why is there a Max Payne three ad from May fifteenth? This came out like a month ago isn't this like this this ad on the back page of this comic really late?
2: That is a really late ad
0: like May fifteenth I know Max Payne three is out, and I could could have I bought guess. it I
2: could have bought it for twenty bucks last week, so <laughs> all apparently it all comes had out to do is run the ad and remove the release date And yeah. it' would just been like a a reminder ad to buy yeah, Max Payne exactly 3. Yeah. just seems
0: odd doesn't it? Sorry, that's a totally random. Has <laughs> means nothing to anybody. But the yeah, last page of Amazing Spider-Man six ninety nine is dumb. <laughs> all right, so the issue and then
1: the Connors revelation. Um, it's a mixed bag for the Connors thing. It was out of nowhere, and I'm with Nate on that. Like, why? What's the point of it all? I I liked this the whole story when it happened, when it ended. I was cool with leaving it at that. Um, I can see your point too, Adam, as well. Um to want to take the weight off his shoulders and the tough one. I guess it gives Peter something to do when he comes back. You and know, eventually someday, figure that out, right? Before Spider-Man
0: 2, the yeah. movie. <laughs>
1: um so that, you know, that's all it's for really.
0: I know I, I I can't remember. Is Superior Spider-Man keeping the shipping schedule or is it monthly?
1: Does anyone know for sure? I they haven't advertised anything for it, but it's probably safe to say it'll be twice a month.
0: Yeah. All well the, the everything
1: else Marvel's publishing is. Yeah. It's it's a it's a flagship title, quote unquote, yeah. right? So you might as well do it. Um so no I like this issue with Peter basically freaking out in Doc Ock's body, trying to figure out, alright, I'm in this position, think Peter think, how are you getting out of this one. Yeah. Right? So I love this kind of sex of, idea. That's so his panic, what would classic. Doc Ock do? I know, I can use his memories and find out how he did this and, and, and everything, right? So uh, peter using his brains um and being devious in his own way to try and you know get out of this this the biggest pickle he's been in i like time, that right? the
0: team that comes to get him is hydra man scorpion and pastebot pete what what more ragtag you know group of villains could you get other, other than the legion of losers you know like this is just one one shy of that
2: you know like how do you feel about uh scorpion scorpion hands uh, from way back when? Uh, the the, the incis- incisors or whatever? Yeah, I don't think. Really, I I like I'll, that he has the the kind of blade capacity there. I yeah. just wish that... Like before, I, the, in the past, there were blades on his hands. Yeah. Now he has no hands. They seem to just be claws.
0: To be honest, I don't like how Ramos illustrates the scorpion at all. Yeah? I think he... I enjoyed it. There's not a lot of detail in how he... <sighs> he just looks at this big par- par- thug. He There's not enough... Nuance to the character. The character. Uh, are you accusing
2: Ramos of uh, lack of nuance? I'm with <laughs> you there. I, I can see that.
0: <laughs> I am accusing him of lack of. Reason, I, just, huh? I, I, yeah.
2: I think in this st- in this stylized world he's created for everyone. I mean, yeah. everyone's stylized. That I, it's, it's a fine take on him. I just wish that he had kind of the capacity to use opposable thumbs. And access to claws, like okay. he can't open doors. The poor guy. Like no. I, I wish, the, you know, well, he uh, smashes through them. In, in the, the words of um, the 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 barber, the Italian barber from Seinfeld. Yeah. What's he gonna do on the toilet, huh? <laughs> What's he gonna do on the toilet? Uh, that's the argument for Edward yeah. Scissorhands. Um, poor guy. I wish he had access to hands as well. <laughs>
0: yeah, I guess I hadn't thought of that. Um, no, one thing. Poor Scorpion gets his jaw knocked off. Yeah, seven hundred. Yeah, I'll get anyone. So let's move to seven hundred then. So okay. this is, is, a that, big, is that it for um? I think that, I think we've talked.
2: How does this one end?
0: Six ninety eight. Jailbreak. With, uh, the jailbreak. Yeah. Jailbreak, and him saying, "No, I need Spider Man alive." Yeah, because like Spider Man dead or alive? Yeah, He's like, yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. I need okay. him alive.
2: And uh, he couldn't get Connors. No, I did like lion. how Ramos
0: made Connors look because Connors wouldn't come, and he just snorted at him like a mindless beast. I did like how uh, you join us. What Connors remember. looked like? Connors looked great. Hmm. Like I I, I think. I'm not a huge fan of uh, Hydra-Man's weird been, costume. It would rather. have been
2: nicer if both men had traded their secrets with each other. I'm stuck in the lizard body, it's really me, Kurt, and Peter had said something smart like, interesting news, <laughs> it happens to be Peter Parker, not uh, the mass murder you thought it was, I'm trapped in here, maybe we can help each other. Spider-Man's a jerk and, and, and he will not tell his identity to when anybody. they invite... Oh, forget that. And then when they... He just say, I'm Spider-Man, I'm stuck in... Who cares, right? And yeah. then, And then when he invites Kurt to come, Kurt comes and he has one island on the inside, which would have been nice. Yeah. That would have, okay. um, yeah, that, that actually would have been neat. Kind of nice. And then they could be doing like That's um, kind of a classic lizard thing. And then they could have like been doing, giving signals to each other all the time like trying to keep the other supervillains in check and not attacking citizens, uh, civilians and it would be nice that way but One thing too I, bad. Will,
0: I will say about the overall storyline, um I liked that it was three issues in some ways and I hated it in others. I thought it was too rushed in general. Because we didn't oh, really I get... thought this was plenty.
1: Thought
0: yeah, this was plenty. Yeah, absolutely. I think it just—it felt like you could have added more. Like you could have had the lizard. You could have had. You can. This whole other aspect. Here, here, I'll show you
2: the things you can take out. <laughs> like I could be an editor here. I, I'm patting myself on the back. I probably could. I think you just what? could All have these added sequences you don't need. This
0: issue I thought was pretty pretty loaded. I, I liked. I don't think there was a lot of wasted space here. I liked a lot of this issue. I think you could have added another issue leading up to seven hundred, and you could have added maybe some more nuance. Um, or, Slot isn't the most style. nuanced writer at times. I mean, I like Slot too, but sometimes he's a little bit more like a ever. You just kind of, and I think you felt that way with this storyline.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, as I say, uh, I'll give it to him then, like Hickman and he could have really discussed, uh, this. And, and, you know, they bring it up a little bit here, but not too much. They actually address it only in 700 and they only address it like at one time. Um... One of the coolest things we have here is a villain and a hero who have had a long history together. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm reminded again of that uh, year one Doc Ock Spider-Man series by um, Zeb Wells, I love so much. Yeah, that shows how they have this this kind of common united uh, origin under the Atom. And, you know, they're both creations of the Atom. They're both this radioactive creatures. Yeah. Um, at the end of that, kind of Doc Ock expresses his awe and uh, and disdain for Spider-Man at the same time. He's like, look, like, you know you. You've spurned my hand of friendship to work with me to uncover the secrets of radiation. At the same time, you ex- you represent the next evolution of mankind and you fascinate me. Hmm. And they, they touch on that a little bit here, but what I want to say is that um, now their memories are kind of shared. Now they have this almost shared mind, right? If, yeah. if we were to believe that your mind really is composed of your memories and the man that Paul is is because of the memories he has, yeah. and some would say there's evidence for that. When you, have, when you experience amnesia... You, you kind of, people describe you as you're not the man I once knew. Uh, other people would say, well, actually, there's a kind of a spark left in him, even without his memories. There's a spark of Paul left in there. In some ways, he still has his own sense, same sense of humor. Mm-hmm. He still appreciates certain things. The same kind of music, even without his own memories, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just his spark, his soul, for lack of a better word. But it's interesting that if you were to take this idea of shared memories, they technically share a mind with each other. Yeah. Um, now they're trying to outfox each other, outthink each other. What a cool little game of chess they could be having in this series. If they were constantly trying to outthink the other person... I know, Peter, you're thinking about this because I share your memories and your yeah. mind. I know what you're going to do. I'm going to be a step ahead of you. And then he goes, Ah, but Doc, I knew you knew that and I'm going to do this. Like if they were doing well, this We did they, they, this we did. They, did touch on it, they touch on it at one scene and they go in the base and they go, Peter, I knew you were going to go to that hideout. I, I have access the time the time bomb or whatever, the self-destruct yeah. codes. You're going to be dead soon and Peter picks up the thing and says, You mean this self-destruct mechanism? Yeah. I already thought that. They have one scene where they do it. What's well, also nice the scene a... with,
0: with the armor in the back of uh, his, his, his costume, neck, yeah. yeah,
2: was that because he knew Peter would try to do that? Yeah. Maybe, or is that just smart to do over like all the time? Yes, that is smart to do. Everyone yeah, should be armoring their it, whole bodies. Yeah, but I think <laughs> it was prompted by him, him yeah. knowing that Spider-Man would and, try and the this Spider-Man tried to do the same whole thing, thing. Where back. he's like, "I'm going to buy a ticket to Belgium. I'm going to just get out the country. I'm not going to deal with this." Um, but they don't do it in a way that um, is more engrossing. I feel to the reader where they're suggesting we're sharing essentially this mind together mm-hmm. and we're playing a game to outthink each other. It's more like. They just the way Slot does it is like you say, a such hammer. He's just going to throw all these ideas there. He has all these plans. Like okay, Doc Ock has these plans. He's putting all the friends and family in a room. He's buying a ticket to Belgium. He's going to try to prevent Peter from do, getting his, at his mind, which we kind of knew he was trying to do. As yeah. soon as he got upset and tried to flee the country, we knew he's going to try to avoid the mind swap. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me he would play at the back of his neck. No, you know that's not. That doesn't suggest to me that he's outthinking Peter's brain. That suggests to me that he's just being Doc Ock and planning. For things, the only kind of wind we catch of them actually having this shared idea of "I know what you're thinking" is in yeah. that one scene in the base. And I kind of wish there was more of that in this whole series, where there, mm. This is truly the the moment where Peter and Doc Ock have become one in a way. This kind of weird, uh, 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 combined baby, right? This new creature that they're making, right? This new life form they've created of the two mixed minds. Oh. Both with superpowers and Spock. Like, I don't sure. However, you want to analyze it, right? Yeah. There was that where Spock kind of got his mind and put it in, into yeah. Kirk's body, right? Yeah. Um, Plus, play with S- it. Spider Man and Doc Ock equals Spock. <laughs> that they do. That's true. That, that's was for, that what you were going for? Not the, you know, yeah, yeah, not the reference. That's to what I that was going for. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Um, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Like it could have been an actual um, discussion of these ideas, these concepts, mm. and instead it was very like. Manic and cartoony and To
0: go back a bit first I just want to look at the uh, Missing Spider-Man 700 variant Cover gallery Because there's a lot of covers What was your favorite cover? Oh, I didn't even look at these Did you even look at this? No There was the unused Amazing Fantasy 15 variant Which apparently went for 900 bucks any bit That's
2: a cur- that's an actual variant That was not used by Ditko?
0: Uh, there's, there is art that exists That this was his original panel work Is that for the, That's for the first fascinating. issue? That's and cool. so they've done some art, art restoration on. I, I like the one that they he went with. I mean. Yeah, me too. But it's the same idea and yeah. the same narration. Same dude.
2: Yeah, same, same
0: dude. Same idea. Being uh, bent over by
2: Spider-Man and swung through the air. Yep. I do like <laughs> when Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was awesome.
0: Uh, then we got a Humberto Ramos and Albert, Edgar Delgado cover, which is I actually don't
2: really care much for it.
0: No, we got a, shards of old Like Cardiac made the cover. Good, oh, good thing
2: man. with a tiny little kingpin head. Yeah, nestled under him. <laughs> yeah
0: that's really sad uh, then there's a Marcos Martin cover which I actually really like um, it's a happy new year celebration yeah. as he fights the vulture hmm. very very uh, very Marcos Martin very Spider-Man blue very Spider-Man blue oh you like that so Spider-Man blue <laughs> uh, then there's a Joe Cosada cover which I find boring very very Joe hmm. he's just swinging uh, no Koy Pell not a, I don't like that cover that is not his best work that is not his best work at all I actually really like this Marcos Martin cover the, un, is, the
2: Uncanny X-Force Coipel cover for the new upcoming yeah. relaunch. Um, much better art from oh, yeah, This is a really cool cover. Yeah. Uh, um, Amazing
0: Spider-Man 700, there's a cover of oh, Marcus yeah. Martin. That's nice. Spider-Man's <laughs> just swinging along and you have the, the city of New York and it's all made up of all the different names mm-hmm. that have uh, written or illustrated them over That's the years. Cool. And I guess the bigger the name, the more important the contribution. So Stanley, yeah, Stan, Mark Steve Bagley, Steve Dicko, John Romita, Ross Andrew, Ross, John Romita Jr., Jerry Conway, Roger, Roger Stern... Stern. Marv Wolfman, mm-hmm. David Michelin, and Tom McFarlane. Those are some of the bigger names. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot tinier ones. Is JMS ones. in there? I'm sure he's in there somewhere.
2: Mike, has got a small one?
0: Yeah, I'd have to go uh, jam to to Dumateus. There he is, there is, there is jam, Right on the same building jam as Bagley. yeah. And yeah. Dan Slott is a little bit lower and tinier. But I really like that concept. That
2: one, actually, in terms of the history of the character, is it's a lot more interesting to me.
0: I wish I had that cover. Yeah. Uh, it's a very exclusive variant, I believe. I think that's all the variants mm-hmm. there were. And then there is the other cover which I get is this the one you had, Paul? Yep. So I guess this is the standard cover, it's mm-hmm. all the Spider Man making up the red of his mask and then Venom making up the blue black and then a lot of his supporting cast and other supporting characters are in white. I really like the concept for this. I don't know how they decided who was in white though. Just kinda of else. everyone else. Yeah. It was interesting that Venom got to be so prominent and not even it wasn't even like Spider Man in the black costume. Yeah. Actually, it is. A few, there's a mix in there, yeah. A, there is a mix, yeah. It's interesting how you have like, the blacks when it was still a black costume, and then when it comes very blue. like you know, That's a very blue symbiote. That is not a black costume anymore. Especially when Bagley did it. like It was vibrant blue. Don't you think? Interesting.
2: Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I really wish that you had um, been able to find or you know, Get the have the other full cover. cover of... yeah. Martin. When I went to the store, every copy was sold out except for the one that was put in my slot. Thank God. Okay, so this... I forgot the beginning of this. This starts with them on the couch, doesn't it? Peter and MJ. Yeah, yeah it's creepy. Why is he hmm. trying to seduce the redhead? I don't. I... If you just
1: got transferred <laughs> to a young hot body, we should be trying to tap the hot redhead. But he's Doc Ock, so
2: and we know his past. Was the last woman. time he got some? He likes blondes. He likes blondes first of all. Chubby blondes. Yeah. Well, sometimes chubby. Who want to be thin? But you know what I mean. Like he's 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 or so swimming. <laughs> he can't stand people, and they have moments where he's like saying, "This woman's just a distraction." And then the kind of like Peter part kicks in and he goes, yeah, but that woman, you know, he kind of gets, he's he's floored by her, he's awed by her. But ultimately, Doc Ock is not a man of libido, even in his younger years. I gotta say,
0: one thing I didn't like about, I have no problem necessarily with the whole storyline where they're going with Superior. I don't like that they're Putting with MJ because it just feels icky, creepy, and not it is a- creepy, and not right. It doesn't even feel accurate to what that character would do. What you need,
2: exactly, but I guess exactly what you need to do is imagine every Peter, scene with Peter. It's actually it's Auk. and then read me the dialogue as though it was Auk. Yeah, that's not what he would say. That's not how he would do with it. But I
0: guess the idea is that he's trying to be better than Peter and be better at Peter than Peter was.
2: Then he can go and get a more intelligent woman who he thinks is more intelligent. But right? he
0: wants to prove himself. Peter's better. Right. In everything. So but I can Peter do better... Peter had MJ.
2: It's not like Peter never could Yeah, but get he let MJ.
0: her go.
1: So? so
2: he he's let her go. So
0: he's going to hold on to her. Why?
2: That's
1: <laughs> the... <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> and now that around. he's off, he can keep her because Mephisto is all confused down in Hell 2. Yeah, like wh- what is Mephisto thinking? Peter, I want to... Ha-
2: Peter had her and now Doc Ock gets a sloppy seconds. And Doc Ock's idea is... I'm going to outdo Peter by marrying her and committing to her and having her children and living with her till I die and being an honorable man. and like Give me a break. Well, That's first not of all, what he thinks. He thinks I'm going to outdo him. I'm going to crush everything that he I was. Have, I have a question for you. Let's say
0: he did any of those things. Let's say he married her or whatever. Would Doc Ock give up the marriage with her for Aunt May, <laughs> That sweet he, old he woman. He can't.
2: If he's going to be do better than Peter. He, he doesn't know. Peter should have done he doesn't know that. what happened. Okay. What would he do? Would he give it up for MJ? If he's going to be better than Peter, Sorry, he's going he... to give up May for MJ, yes. Do you think he would do that? I would let my, my grandmother die yeah. on her deathbed but Doc to Ock, keep my marriage to my wife, But yes. Doc Ock loves Aunt May, that sweet old woman. Okay, even, even this scene right here where, where MJ's leaning in and she goes, so tell me, is this a date? You meet us? And Peter, and Doc Ock goes, yes. <laughs> is that Otto to you?
0: You know what? Maybe.
2: That's not Otto. I'm sorry. You know what? You he's don't not, see the rest of his face. He's sitting there with his legs open on the couch, with his broad chest out, his arm around her, and he's like, yeah, baby. Imagine that's Otto now with his legs open and his chest stuck out. I don't want to imagine Otto but with his legs open. But in Otto's mind, that's exactly what's happening. Hold on. I like this opening
0: page of the Doc Ock versus Spider-Man kind of face-off yeah. and their, 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 like, their personifications in there. That's okay. Uh,
2: you know what? I, I wasn't... Say he- it. Say what? This is okay. Do the I can't do the auto accent. Like say it. Say what? That that thing you say for old times.
0: <laughs> Why Face does tiger. it have to sound like, that way? Because
2: in, in, in okay in your okay here's the deal. In your mind, in your head, in your yeah. brain, you have a certain voice. Yes. And often there's um, harmony between what your brain is trying to say and what actually comes out of your mouth. Yeah. But a lot of things that we have problems with are when I think someone in my something in my head and it comes yeah. out wrong. Okay. Happens all the time in a marriage. You think you said something. And she says, that's not what you said. And I said, yeah, I, that's what I said. That
0: happens all the time. All the
2: time. When you learn a new language, yeah. you have this voice that's in your head that's the Adam voice or the Paul voice, and you think in English. There's a certain point in time that if you go to another country and you engross yourself in a new language, you will start to think in that language, and you'll start to dream in that language. Yeah. The, the, the voice in your head can change depending on the language you're using and all those things. When you do a mind swap with someone, and you are Peter in Paul's body, you're going to think like yourself, and you're going to, and, and Paul will start saying things that echo your brain, your mind. and he, Paul will start saying things that are distinctly Adam, and we'll be like, why is Paul saying things that don't sound like him? Because it's all coming from his brain. If Ock's brain is in this body, and he's talking to MJ like this, it just it doesn't seem like, like him at all, it, for two reasons. Either he's a really good actor, and he's pretending to be everything Otto isn't, or two, he's his priorities are all screwed up. Why is he pretending to act? Why is he pretending to be interested in her to be Peter's better? He doesn't care about this stuff. He tells you later on at the end, I'm, I'm P- friggin' Peter Parker and I'm gonna like, be better at technology, at science, I'm gonna focus on the things he never had the courage to focus on. He doesn't say in the uh, Avenging Spider-Man issue, I'm gonna be really good to his aunt. I'm gonna be a really good man. I'm gonna like, be a great... I'm gonna caress MJ's cheek and be sweet and tender to her like no man before. He's always Otto. He's got to be better with technology. That's what he cares about. He doesn't care about her. No. But he's not looking to tip his hand yet, though. Because Peter's still alive. Well, not tipping your hand would be right? not rushing into a relationship with MJ all of the sudden and changing everything and making everything different, right? Play the status quo. The status quo is there's no relationships to muck things up. Why is he spending an, a romantic evening with her in the dark? Go invent some friggin' awesome rocket pack. That's what uh, he wants. I guess.
0: Well, he, Go make he's trying to an
2: He's trying to get his rocks off. The auto I know will get his rock, rocks off by going into a, a nuclear power plant and trying to get into like, you know, where, the, where the plutonium or your uh, radium rods are yeah. and grind against the rods. <laughs> That's my auto. <laughs> right. But he's not pure auto. But right? he, at there's this point, still, he still kind of is.
1: There, there, but you're still – there's again, the transition. They're still trying to figure out how this works. I am, I am on Octavius, but I am in Peter Parker's body with all of Peter Parker's memories and feelings and everything like that. So there's still does that conflicted. The they
0: definitely allude to that. Yeah. Why
2: would he want to bother being a hero then? This is my problem. He doesn't want to be a hero. Sure he does. That's what he said. He, yeah, he says it and then in Avenging Spider-Man, read Avenging Spider-Man again. He never at any time acts or thinks or talks like a hero. This is my problem. They have this big, uh, we're like, uh, we're getting ahead of it, but whatever. They had this big, like, uh, emotional thing at the end w- that I thought was emotional. Yeah. But all of these memories, they don't feel any of the emotion. They have this whole thing where he, like, experiences what it's like to be Peter and he experiences the lesson of what it means to have with great power comes great responsibility yeah. intellectually. But when you read Avenging Spider Man, there's no emotion to any of it. And that's why I don't really agree with the way these memories are being portrayed. Memories, I, I agree with you, should have emotion. If you experience all of someone's memories and the emotion that comes with it... Think of how many memories we have. Think of the first time you played Super Mario Bros. 3. Think of the first time you had like a pizza slice, if you can... Think of the smells and the senses and the excitement. Imagine going to Chuck E. Cheese when you were a little kid and seeing that Ninja Turtles. Can you think of it right now? Can you picture it? Can you can, can you feel the excitement even now? Yeah. I can feel it. I remember, I can remember the energy. And I remember turning to my mom and saying, we need quarters, mom. We need all the quarters. And I remember playing that thing and just yelling for more quarters. And my mom was like, okay, sweetheart, we have to go. And she's like being sweet to me because she's yeah, my yeah. mom. And I'm like, enough. I need the quarters, woman. Like I was, I, was, I, can, I can still feel that energy. That's what real memories are. If Auk mm. is feeling these memories, truly feeling them, he's not. I don't know why he isn't actually Peter Parker or more like Peter in Avenging Spider-Man. It's like he has intellectually understood the lesson that was taught to him, but he doesn't feel it. He's not more compassionate. There's no empathy in him.
1: Mm. Well, and this will probably lead into the bigger problem of this new superior way to do it, this is slots baby, but now everyone else is forced to write Superior, mm. so that was Yost who wrote it in Avenging, and Bendis is going to write it in, in Avengers, or wherever else. Oh, All these other people have to pick up. Really? Yeah. Right? So, so Superior's going to be everywhere, so everyone has to write this Dr. Octopus Spider-Man. Yeah, he's already
0: showed up in Daredevil.
1: Right? And how are they going to... How are... Like, him to, as his baby, fine, but everyone else got to figure it out how did I
2: write this guy now? That makes more sense. Like, how do you I, didn't keep really, I didn't look at the author. exactly Because I read The End of 700 and yeah. thought, wow, it, it, the way they portray The End of 700 is their minds have finally blurred. And yeah. now he doesn't know where Otto begins and Peter ends. He he, he doesn't know now. He, he apparently now loves Uncle Ben like Peter loved Uncle Ben because they have these panels of Otto in the memories, that, that yeah. to me is a visual confirmation that now they have blended as one entity Right. Yeah. and then the issue switches and Yost is writing him like, I'm Otto I'm better than Peter, I'm different than him I'll mm. prove I'm better than him and it's a completely different character it seems from the end of 700 what that suggests to me Right. so there is no empathy, there's no emotion in this understanding, it's just all Yost does at the end of his issue is go but I know that I have great responsibility That's all he says. Not oh but Uncle Bad, I want to make you proud, or oh Gwenny, you know, I just I wanna I want to make you happy or or or, one day I hope to die the way Peter died. Am I Peter? I'm Peter, right? No but I'm Otto. I hope to die the way that my brother died and go back to you, Gwen, and see you again. Mm -hmm. You know, like he, he should be in love with Gwen, he should be in love with MJ, he should also kind of be in love with the women that Otto loved, though. He should loves Stunner and he should love... No it. one remembers her. But you know what? But you know what? I'm just suggesting, like, that yeah. if you're going to blend the two men together, that's fine. That's actually kind of fascinating. But the way Yost writes him, it's like he didn't read this issue. Mm. Uh, what do you think of the dream sequence or the, uh, the heaven sequence, Adam? Um, I liked it. I wish a different artist than Ramos had done it.
0: <laughs> and the only reason I say Why? that is because... Well, I'm looking at... He actually did a fine job. Pretty but, good, yeah. But I'm looking at the two page spread of him kind of realizing that he's home. And I'm looking at, and I'm trying to name all the characters. Mm. And I can't name them all as easily as I, yeah, he's I, detailed is enough. I should be able to do. Because I'm, I'm very studied up on his supporting cast. And the fact that I had to kind of think. I don't know, it could have been a little bit more clear. And uh, I don't know. Why does Ben Riley have to look that way? I mean, why can't he look like Ben Riley?
1: He does. Eh. That, that's
0: pretty good. It's all right. I'd rather he actually had the blonde hair. The way he died. The way I want to remember him. But that's not how Peter knew him well. He did. It's
2: also not his natural hair color. Leave it alone.
0: I'm not leaving it alone. <laughs> that's the bit Riley I love. Um, It, it was alright. I mean, Gene DeWolf hanging out in heaven with Gwen. Okay. Does that make sense? Did you
2: like the little Gwen moment? Yeah, I did. With, with uh, George? Yeah. With George, Jason. Wait, what? George. Yeah, no, no. Her, oh Harrison. yeah, and doesn't um, Uncle No? I guess Uncle Ben is separate from that interaction. Yeah, he's separate.
0: There's of yeah, Stacy. Yeah, first he. I didn't even. Oh yeah, Tim Harrison. That's the kid. That's the boy who collected Spider-Man. It's, it it's, took me a second to realize nice who it was. That they
2: have these people in there, and then they put Sable in there. I'm Like, okay, fine. I did not, like
0: that Rhino was there. Yeah, yeah, because I like that. It did feel more of a celebration of, of these. Yeah. Well, because the, there was that earlier issue that Slot did where he didn't want anyone to die anymore. And it was him walking through this weird, it was Marcus Martin walking through a, um, this weird kind of cityscape of everyone he ever knew who died. And him feeling nothing but um, regret. And him being, feeling like he failed everyone. And that he wanted to be better. And this is more, he's come home. It's just almost this, It is a homecoming to all these people he's let down over the years. But there's not one hint of real regret. Of
2: of, of I've the vi- guilt, yeah, the guilt as it well, really- shouldn't be, right? This is supposed to be a, t- a place of like purity and peace where he can actually like. I know, go. but I like that everyone's telling him
1: it was, it was a, a nice, good Peter. It, thank you. Was, yeah. exactly, it that's a, that's very tender. actually. It was a
0: nice counterpoint to what we've seen what earlier. Who
1: blames him? Kinda is Sable. But.
0: Yeah, but it was a nice counterpoint to um, Slot's earlier rendition when it was all about him <laughs> feeling this pain and this regret that everyone he, he let down. And now here he gets to see all these people again, and yet they are happy for him, and they're happy that yeah. he was able to do what he did. And there's no anger amongst any of them except for Sable being a bitch. Um, but to be fair, that's Silver Sable all little over.
2: Well, I think Uncle Ben says it best, which is nice to have it come from him. Now listen, there are no scales you have to balance, not in my eyes. Like, you don't owe me anything. I did like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, and then I he like... says, and then once it's is over, you can rest. Like, that was actually a very tender kind of moving, yeah. very intimate. He's, like, holding Peter's cheeks. He puts the mask back on his son. I mean, Peter's his son just it as is. much as it is. Oh, mm-hmm. totally. Um so I thought like that. That was this is actually a scene and it's I think I think even Peter's face is drawn a little cartoony but very nice by it's Ramos. Very,
0: again Ramos has is really toned
2: it down I over bit. I feel the like here. this is the best scene in the whole this whole storyline. Yeah. This actually has characters that I care about and an interaction I care about, and you almost have a... You feel the, a yearning. Like, it's not that Peter has the yearning. As the reader, I think that a lot of people who love any Sp- Spider-Man anyway feel the same yearning. And they kind of... Like, I wanted him to stay there. Yeah. And
0: then he wakes up as a uh, decrepit old Doc Ock, who... How is he even standing? They, he stands. They, a
1: big flash of light that they did to him. Something or other. Yeah. Whatever. They did to him.
0: I didn't like that he kept standing. There's a, and like he's wearing like a coat, he's a mummy. Like he's, yeah. It's like a, why don't he have the giant armored suit? from before? Like he doesn't have lips anymore; it's just like teeth, and not even real eyes. Because when he gets knocked out later, like his eyes—they're yeah, like, like going into his body, they're like, like yeah, mechanical, like mechanical, mechanical
2: eyes. optics. Yeah, I don't know. It was just, I guess it, it, it was interesting foreshadowing of what was going to happen. They kind of Ben establishes you're coming home, you're going to be with us, and then Gwendy says the same thing. She's like, "Look, we get to be together." Yeah. Um, Good, I want, to,
0: I want them together forever. Yeah,
2: it kind of feels what? like... What? Gwen is awesome. Take your MJ love with, and with, show it. With the establishment of a new Spider-Man under Miles Morales in the Ultimate Universe done very well, I kind of feel like... Did you read Ultimate Spider-Man? I started it, yeah. How, how far are you? Uh, I don't know, it's just the first volume and I've read a few pages okay. into it. It's, it's told very well so far. Beautiful artwork. Yeah, very nice artwork. Sarah I, I kind of felt like, you know what, I could, I could have let Peter rest for a while, I don't really care, I don't need it to be Peter. He's been going for so long that... I don't but if you can bring Ben in instead, then I'll be happy.
0: Ben... Uh, I'd rather have Ben as a superior spider. <laughs> oh, I wish I I'd rather did. have Kane as a superior spider because that feels more like he really <clears throat> has an axe to grind. He has... Yeah. I'd rather... I wish Kane was, came back mm-hmm. for this. Because Kane would actually mm. be a fascinating Spider-Man. Well, see, here, although we're getting that as Scarlet, as Scarlet Spider anyway.
1: Right. Exactly. That's what, that was my big issue with it. You have this darker, grittier, superior, conflicting villain to be here again. Yeah, we have one already. You already have it with Scarlet Spider. You kind of already have it with Venom too, right? right? So why are you making all three of your your Spider family yeah, kind of the it's, same? Paul made thing. a good
0: point that I hadn't thought about too. Is that there, you can't find Peter Parker as Spider-Man anywhere now? He like, doesn't exist. You have no medium of Peter. Parker. It's okay
2: because. Look, His face is we've still had this Spider conversation Man. before. Spider Man isn't not de- okay. Peter Parker's Peter Parker. Parker, is Peter Spider-Man. Parker yes. Yeah. But Spider Man isn't Peter Parker. Spider Man is the identity that this guy puts on. Yeah. Right? I feel so much more strongly about characters like Superman. Superman, Kal-El is Superman. Like that's that's who he is. Yeah. The the whole persona he creates for himself of this Clark Kent, the Clark Kent is fake. He's a complete made up character. He's not a real person. That's what, that's what Callow pretends to be, to fool humans. Younger Clark maybe was real. But then yeah, he, but that, he that makes, split happened. He makes a decision yeah, at one that's point. That's what happened very early on in his, in his life when his dad set him down and said, you cannot let the, the gifts inside of you become obvious to the outside world. You have to hide them. And he told his son this when he was like 12. So this yeah. happened at a, young, early, a very young age. When you're becoming a man, he had to make the decision to splinter his identity. Bruce Wayne's the same, same deal. The only difference is Bruce Wayne is that way because he's flipping, like, insane, okay? <laughs> Batman is actually what happened when Bruce Wayne's parents were killed. He became Batman, yeah. and the Bruce Wayne identity persona is the Playboy millionaire he uses to fool people. Yeah. Peter. Uh, Mary, uh, Plus,
0: in order to finance Batman. Yeah, and, and, and Diana <laughs> Prince is
2: the same thing. Diana Prince is an Amazonian warrior, and yeah. she pretends to be Diana to fool people, yes. okay? So, with Peter Parker, the great thing about him is that he's so genuine. You can't fool anyone. Peter is Peter, and everyone who knows Peter him loves him. Yeah. yeah, they love him for what yeah. he is. He's Peter Parker. The, the only difference is when he puts the mask on, he can do things that his normal self can't do. He can be a little more funnier. He right. can say things he normally can't say. But that's just because the mask is on. He's not becoming a new identity. No, it's, not. it's it's Peter all the way. I'm still i'm, I'm um, gonna i'm gonna be sad. I'm not reading a regular Spider Man book. But that what, is Peter. Though. But what we lo- and we all love Peter. But what we love about Spider Man isn't doesn't isn't necessarily that it has to be Peter. No, we, we all love Ben. I I think Miles Morales is a very but, interesting but, take, but on it.
0: Ben is Peter and his Ben DNA. is of course,
2: when, he's his own man. Yeah, as still Peter, so it's
1: more believable to see him as Spider-Man. But what do we love about Peter? He's the everyman.
2: He's he's we, what, we so is what we love about he's Peter. What we love about Peter is that we want to be him. Right? He's so likable and lovable and full of pain and error, but also love well, that we everyone who looks at him goes, "I could be him." And that's what the mask is about. Yeah. Well, Ben's identical. Ben is not identical. Oh, as boys. soon as they, uh, they became clones and they went their own ways, they had their own experiences, their own memories.
0: He had his own experiences, but so much of the core of who Peter Parker
2: is is still The way ben. he was raised as a child, sure. But yeah. you could say the same thing for two identical twins. They are both yeah. raised by the same parents and they have the same values. But once they go off to college, they're different people. Like, well, not even once they go to college. Once they, once they start learning how to walk, they're probably different people anyway. There, yeah, right? but all those experiences were... Like you so can shared. have two twins that are like, oh man, like you guys couldn't. I, I can't imagine. I can't believe you're twins. You're so different, but their values could be the same. That's how yeah. I feel that Ben and Peter are. They're they're twins who who have the same values that were taught by their their uncle Ben, but they're they are different. They have different style, different fighting style, different way with women, different everything. Well, uh, I. I disagree Different but bit. similar. Well, that, if they don't... It was then so it's, similar if that... If they don't, then it's sloppy writing. Because that's not, to me, what a man who has left and gone for years and he, created his he, own identity he, he and memory... He operated be,
0: slightly be. differently, but it still felt the same. like Or uh, similar enough it that it's still... It should feel familiar, it, but
2: it, not if, the same. Not the, if it, exactly. If it, was ever, if it was ever written the same, I'm telling you that it's a sloppy writer who really wanted to write Peter and was upset because the editor told it him to write It never felt
0: identical, but it definitely felt so close that... I, it was as if I was reading Peter.
2: See, and that's the only thing I like about Kane, it, the only Kane, thing you, different, you don't feel that way, do you? No. no. The only and, thing different about Scott Spider or Ben so Riley is Cain different? Ben Raleigh didn't have the baggage that Peter had, but he had everything else. Well, that's, that's what's interesting about, about Ben. Like, Ben was introduced at a time when he didn't have the death of Gwen to deal with. So, right? Cause no. Because... When did the split happen with... It was after Gwen's death. He had the pain of Gwen, but he didn't have death. the other stuff. He didn't have the love of MJ. Well, so that's a dramatic difference. It should be a dramatic it is, difference. It's a huge difference. Right? So, I mean, he never fell in love with MJ. Kane, I feel, was written a little more authentically that way because Kane has all the same values these other two men have, but because of what life has done to him... Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And Ben should feel different enough. I almost right? thought in some ways Kane was too evil. I yeah, mean, I agree. I like,
0: agree with that. He, he was... I mean, not these days, but in his original persona, I think I part of it is because they weren't sure who he was. No,
2: no, They just wanted to do whatever they wanted like, about the character. When,
0: okay. when I, I don't... I, I forget reading the interview but I'm pretty sure the original came they were just like what they did in the 90s it's a new mysterious mercenary that's all they needed to know and then eventually they realized okay he's a failed clone and then they have the lost years which is a great story mm-hmm. and you start to see what, what made him so different and then the modern version of came is extrapolated from that and that is a fantastic character he's a guy he hates being called a hero He hates being called Scarlet Spider. He's doing this. He's being a hero because it's part of who he is deep down, but he hates it at the same time. Yeah,
2: I don't think he's written really well, but at least I I like that he has this divergent tangent. He's conflicted. Um, um, He's not necessarily uh, against being a hero, but he doesn't like being called a hero. Where do you stand on the whole Ben Riley thing? Do you feel that Ben um, was written adequately do you think he should be more uh, dissimilar from Peter or do you think he was written perfectly and he was like what do you stand on how he I think I think the... he was
1: real I think he was like, again Peter Parker to his core because he was a clone of him obviously but he was still his own man yeah, and still did things differently yeah. and the costume the impact webbing the gadgets um,
2: even, the, he, even the way he handles the press I like, feel like he's more like antagonistic to the press like Ned Leeds yeah. and everyone like, he just yeah. he doesn't he has the same relationship with the because he's been away from him for so long exactly yeah yeah yep. He was a little bit more. Uh, and yeah. I, I love that he's retained more of his love of science. Like, Peter gets muddled in all these other things. And Ben comes in the picture and says, Like, what's wrong? Like, why don't you? I'm going to make yeah. improvements to your equipment. Like, that's all you have is web shooters. And he's like, How about, how about arachnid gizmos? Like, with the with the, yeah. the darts, yeah. the, 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 the stingers, the stairs, yeah. and the impact webbing I mean, he invents, yeah. and impact he webbing. Did. Now, Peter's using that. Like, yeah. he kind of comes in and says, like, We are supposed to be smart. What have you been doing? It's interesting yeah.
0: that he does that, although uh, a lot of. When you read Ben Riley, he's played he's played as a little bit more of a um, screw-up than Peter, which I like. Hmm. Which is uh, something that did set him apart. Although Peter Parker is the lovable loser, Ben Riley was in his own way a little bit more of a loser. Because he was more lost. And he was more finding his way. We never got enough of Ben Riley to really get more of a sense of who he could have been. But throughout the, the clone saga, as he... <laughs> became Spider-Man and became more comfortable, we started find, seeing him finding his place more.
2: Okay, so do you both agree then at the end of this conversation or towards the end of the conversation that, that Ben is a distinct character from Peter? He's not the same person. Yes, he's not the same person. Okay, so he, he carried his own book for a while and I, we all kind of liked it. Yeah, I loved it. Um, it great. And Kane and currently has his own book. Not the same character at all. No. Um, I still wouldn't call him ever a Spider-Man. I would never want to see Kane step into being Spider-Man. I don't think it would be as interesting. No, he uh... wouldn't do it he wouldn't do he it, wouldn't no, do it. You as you said he's going to be here. Yeah,
0: but although, Miles Morales... you know what, I,
2: uh, although in some ways I could
0: see him potentially doing it because do if, it. if something happened to Spider-Man, Spider-Man something really, has happened to Spider-Man. I know but he doesn't know but I mean no. if something really had happened to Spider-Man I think something in him would have allowed him to do it because he always had a respect for Peter even though he well oh, at the time yeah, he it he was because it. his original respect for Peter was because he thought he was a clone and he respected that a clone had a real life because he always thought Ben was the original. That being said, I, I think he has a begrudging respect. And if something really did happen to Spider-Man, and he was off the board. But I think that well, he, he might consider it. Well, now he, he doesn't. The Superior isn't different enough to the world. The we, world doesn't yeah,
1: know yeah. there's a new we Spider-Man. We don't
2: know where they're going to take this whole saga. No, yet. but but my point is, even with Ultimate Peter and Miles Morales being alternate takes on Peter, because Ultimate Peter has things in common with Six One Six Peter, but he's not yeah. Peter Parker. No, no. he's not. Um, and I enjoy that book. And I enjoy the new take on, on Miles Morales. Like he's I not Mar- the same character as well.
0: I love Miles Morales. But they
2: have these traits of honesty and integrity and, and likability.
1: That's and not what Doc Ock
2: they're is. They're the everyman. And so I don't think that Peter has to be Spider-Man. Like when we, like, we all love Peter. We all yeah. That's not going to change. But I don't need my amazing Spider-Man to be Peter. I, and I think that I finally, finally, in all the years I've been struggling with this whole Spider-Clone thing, that this scene, which I think is the best scene, as I mentioned, in the whole series of this, uh, this storyline, where he's there and, and Ben, Uncle Ben is just holding him and saying, you know, uh, I need you to go back. I, I want Peter to stay there. I want him to be at peace. He's been so tortured forever. I ca- part of me just wants Peter to be happy and hold Gwen and let someone else hold the mantle. And if Peter doesn't come back, I have seven hundred issues, well, give or take the Ben Riley years, um, <laughs> of Peter Parker to enjoy. And he'll always be Peter Parker in the movies. I and I so. know Peter Parker will come back one day and get rebooted. But I would be fine with a few years of just like let Ben come in yeah. or someone else come in, and 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 I could still enjoy Spider Man. I don't think that Spider Man has to be Peter.
0: I think. Before, That's all I'm saying. Before Miles Morales, wow. I think before Miles Morales was as successful and well done as it was, I wouldn't have agreed with you that it could but be. But you anyway. love Ben. Yeah, but he's still so much. Again, as much as they are different, they're so much similar. It didn't feel like I was reading that different a character. Well, my
2: hope. Well, but to be fair, the Spider Man. Whereas Miles
0: Morales is something completely different. Well, yeah, they're brooding in no that way, co- for sure. There was no connection to Peter. Well, there is,
2: in, his, in the t- in sense of he's a good person and he has these values. Yeah, and but he's there's every no. And,
0: but other than that, there's well, no. There's no real reason why this kid needs to be
2: Spider-Man. Which I no, like. he could have called himself anything. He could
0: have been anything, whereas Ben Riley, he could only ever really be
2: but Spider-Man. But I like how Bendis writes that story of how Morales comes to the point where he decides, I need to take up this legacy. Yeah. Which is neat. Um, with Ben, to be fair, people say that the, the Clone Saga took too long, but it was still, in the terms of comic bookdom, it was a short story. Oh, very short. Right? Um, Overall, we don't we don't we don't have as many anywhere near as many years of, of Ben Riley being written by different writers and different creative teams mm-hmm. with their own take on him and to make him truly divergent from Peter. Mm-hmm. I feel if Ben had never died and had remained Amazing Spider-Man for the last ten years, mm-hmm. that he would have evolved into a very different character. I, oh, I, I, I hope.
0: I, I wish they'd just written him out. If they had to get rid of him, written him out, or put that's, him in a coma or
2: something. That's just what they did.
0: Anything, but I know, I know. It, but in a way that didn't kill him.
2: But that, that's what death is in comic books. It's a way of writing a character out. But, know. It's, but it gives you more sales than writing someone out. But I, so they killed him
0: instead. No, they needed to kill him because they needed to put a, a definite exclamation point. This is over. You're right. There
2: was also an editorial. These were the dark
0: years. I know everyone's upset about this. Now he's back. Real Spider Man is back. This fake Spider Man's gone. They had to get rid of it, they had to pretend it never happened. And it was, what, 10, 15, 10, 12 years before they even mentioned the clone saga again in any way.
2: So I understand why they did it. I just I wish they would just written them out in a more graceful. I'm just fashion. saying it's not as permanent as people seem to think. Death. Like I was, I was watching this video on YouTube today, and this guy was talking about the greatest upsets in video games and video gaming history. And he mentions when Samus takes her helmet off for the first time, and like, oh my gosh, it's a chick, right? And he t- That's talks an about upset. Well, it, um, a startling reveals or startling okay. story twists. Okay. And he mentions you know um, the famous Modern Warfare ending uh, to the campaign where your character dies in a nuclear explosion. Hmm. Which was like I don't know if you've seen that, but it's pretty startling. Uh, and then he says the Joker at the end of Arkham City. Spoilers. Have you guys played Arkham City? I oh. haven't. Uh, do you uh, want uh, to avoid the spoiler? Yes, please. Okay. There's a there's an ending to this game, and uh, uh, this won't be much of a spoiler. A, a character dies. Okay. Um, and he's like, I can't believe it. Like this this is how do you how do you how do you deal with this? Like how does a character die? How does this character die? And he's like going on and on and on. And I'm like, I wrote, my comment was like, pick up a comic book. Because this character's died before, and so have all these characters. Like, (laughs) everybody dies in comics all the time. Comics is an
0: ongoing medium that continues, and whereas video games feel like it's the same
2: fantasy reality where people can die and and return to the next video game if they want. You know what I mean? Yeah. This game is built upon the idea of extra lives anyway. I'm sorry, but like Mario has died. My Mario, the one I play with, he's died in the millions. <laughs> if you were to have tiny corpse I, graves. in mean billions. Yeah. yeah. If you were to see the graveyard I've created of Mario's, <laughs> okay, so give me a break. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this guy could totally be. And you could watch any fantasy science fiction show, Star Trek crusher dies <gasps> dr crusher's dead oh my goodness oh wait no the episode after that they found some sort of a, a majiggity doo from an alien planet and she's back but now she has laser beam powers like they can do whatever they want yeah. so to, I, I get a, like I was even at a comic-con at fan Expo years and years ago after Gwen Stacy ultimate Gwen Stacy died in the Carnage storyline okay and this guy we were standing in line and Amber and I were just chatting with a guy they were with and we said yeah but how long before she comes back and this guy turns around and I kid you not he was in cosplay but like cosplay the way that you put a paper bag over your head and cut out the eye holes to be a robot (laughs) and he's like and he had like the the lisp and like the poor B.O. like uh, you know uh, of of the stereotypical (laughs) comic book guy but unlike a stereotypical comic book guy he seemed to have never had a comic book because he turns around and says what, 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 do you, what do you mean? And I said, well, you know, Gwen says he died, but, you know, she'll be back. It's a matter of time. And he's like, unlikely. unlikely. And I'm like, what do you mean unlikely? People come back all the time. He's like, name one. I'm like, name one? <laughs> Superman. <laughs> Spider-Man. And he's like, well, I think that that's an exaggeration
0: of what actually happened to go Well, first of all, Superman didn't die. He slept. I know. He's had a little nap.
2: And I'm like Oh, well, you've seen that. Ember's right? like Ember's like Hilarious. Jean Grey, Cyclops, Wolverine. She was going through like all the X Men, you know, like Silox died three times. Every X Men died. And he, and he's like, well, they weren't really dead, were they? Because what happened to Jean Grey? It's like, well, she came back. <laughs> exactly. But when is dead? I'm like he, like <laughs> under what reasoning? She was a symbiote monster creature. Why could she not come back? And wait like I couldn't believe we were having this discussion with a guy who looks by all intents and purposes. Like he was in line to get something signed too. Yeah. I wanted to say to him, like, what have you ever read a book? right? This idea that death is permanent is, is, is not true in almost any science fiction medium. So no. Ben Riley could be back
0: tomorrow, and I would be fine with He it. could be, but for years Marvel was so embarrassed but the storyline. I, I know. That's but what it, made that hey, death more it's permanent. Been at
2: least, uh, what, uh, I in, can't think of in any other of
0: death in, uh, that Marvel's ever done where they needed to keep the character dead because they were so embarrassed <laughs> about a, a time period that, they, that they, they wouldn't even let anyone mention it. Hmm. Like they, It would just be like it didn't happen. Like it happened, but we'll never talk about it. We'll never speak of this again. But I
2: kind of feel like I'm just so
1: embarrassed by it. Why don't we just get a Clone Saga miniseries well, and yeah, the true. epics? Yeah. Well,
0: that's what I mean. There was tw- it took twelve, thirteen years before anyone would say, you know, money could be made, and that was the only reason. Well, they a did. year
2: or two ago, we also got a new uh, Scarlet Spider hero like and a Ben Riley. Here, like separate from that, yeah. So clearly, there are people at Marvel that know about it, and WizKids Kids is saying, "Look, oh yeah, no, after
0: twelve, thirteen years, years they're finally letting." Yeah, me... you can
2: have mine. I, I'll just give it to you. I don't after worry. twelve, no, when he says Ben Riley, I mean, like he's actually the Ben. Do you want Ben and the Scarlet Spider one? Yes. Yeah, I can give them both to you. Okay. The reason why I don't want them is not like, because they're bad; it's just because I don't like the sculpt on. on, on Do you still have the Scarlet Spider hoodie with Scarlet? Spider? Okay, yeah, it's Hoodie Scarlet Spider, but um, they use the wall from the famous um, uh, Spider-Man number one. Spider-Man number one by um, Tom, McFarlane. Tom McFarlane. I Blanket. I'm glad Thank I'm you. here. I'm glad you're here. Um, <laughs> and where he's got the webs all behind him, it's like the um, hero card for Spider-Man from the very first Spider-Man. You know, he's on the wall with the webs behind. Yeah, him. that's kind of the, I also homage to that. But they've actually made a plastic wall on the Hero Click, and it's fine. He's, he's on the wall. I don't like a wall. That walking being said, the board. they that's did all. do
0: an actual Scarlet Spider version of that in the comics. Like they're actually yeah, yeah, the they comic. did. They did. But, um, I like
2: the other Scarlet Spider, the one where he's just kind of leaping around. He's you know, leaping one, on, a, like a, a on a like a frame. Yeah, on a on a, on girder. a girder. Yeah, yeah on a trestle. I don't know. Yeah, we've had,
0: We're probably getting another Ben Riley.
2: I think we're hoping. We our from amazing ben. Spider-Man but, but sets. But the point that people keep like, if you look on H. D. Realms, people are constantly talking about like, oh, well, can't we find another Scarlet Spider? Right. Yeah. I mean, we have a man. I'm not on saying our couch people do love them. Who named his son after the character? <laughs> I did. Yeah, true. So
0: I'm not saying people don't love Ben it's, really. but it's, it's just, coming around for so, it is coming around a, a slowly a full
2: generation of human beings has existed since because you know the next generation little Ben uh, Skoritz has already growing up and will hold his own comics soon and read them without help um, so how many generations of comic readers have we had since the end of that probably like at least three generations every decade of comic book readers people who kind of come yeah. in and read and then leave yeah. So there's enough turnover that we're getting closer. And, no, and I'm glad. I, people our age are writing comics now. It's
0: starting to happen, yeah. No, I, I mean, you see that in comics all the time. I mean, there was a reason why DC went back to the multiverse. is because people grew up in the 70s, and now they're writing the comics. and Or they grew up in the 80s, and they didn't like what happened, so now they're writing the comics, and they're changing it. So that does happen, and I'm glad that we're seeing that. But for years, that's why. And I'm just saying, he was the one death that Marvel just wouldn't let go because so everyone this whole, else I feel like every other character will always come back but for so many years
2: Extreme is nicely he's not dead put away. he doesn't have to die to be put away he's effectively okay. dead
0: yes but he's still out there he still could be used at any moment but Ben Riley was the only one where like they still have to work around his death
2: I think with Kane coming back and now Kane having a book that people are actually buying but he never died I I don't care. Again, I'm I'm, sorry. He died once. I'm stating that death has no merit on any of this conversation, nor should it. Okay. I'm saying that if people are spending money on these characters and affiliated characters with the Clone Saga, then the Marvel will start maybe coming around.
0: I hope that Doc Ock's body never comes back, but I know it will. Oh, of course it will. The question is, just how will they do it? Will they do it with
2: magic again. Well, they could do it with just a clone body and the download. It's
0: weird to think that he died the first time. In Amazing Spider-Man 398,
1: actually, uh, this physical body is what you're worried about. Yeah, he's died before. No, but yeah, who cares? You said you want his body to come back. You said I do not want his physical want, body to come back. You want this physical body to come back. I do not want.
0: Well, to come that physical
2: body, the mummy. No, I don't. want Yeah, well, yeah. When he,
0: it'll be a nice clone when they body. They back. He'll, he'll be he'll something else
2: and he'll look exactly he'll like else. he did in mm-hmm. 19 like 60s. Absolutely, yeah. with the green costume and the orange stripe.
0: Now, the, my I only problem with Atlanta's that
2: body and no just... I know that I
0: know that will happen but it only makes me sad because it makes it just makes everything not matter I'm hoping they... the arms get
2: a book just the arms They're just walking around <laughs> with Doc Ock's brain well, I was listening
0: to our HeroClicks <laughs> podcast
1: and you are talking <laughs> about how you wanted the the, the, the yeah the I do want the arms yeah.
2: so as a HeroClick okay but <laughs> I just I don't and
1: also, <laughs> you, you like the way Marvel has um, done their movies for example yeah right and they brought Cap back in time for the Cap movie to be out you, you can't. The only way Peter Parker exists in any Marvel medium right now, barring the movie, is the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. In the comic okay. that it's adapted from. Okay. Him. So, 616, you don't have him anymore, nope. and you don't have him in Ultimate, so when that second movie comes out, they're going to have to come back I know,
0: yeah, we'll always
1: come back, to Pe- and I just... Peter Peter. Oh, I don't think that
2: is going to last very long at
0: all.
1: No. no. Like, I think th- 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 you did Brand New Day to do this big refresh and give Peter this new lease on life. And yet, here you are stopping killing, it, killing him off out of the blue. Is, this slot,
2: st- is slot done now? Finally no, now? he's doing. He's continuing. Oh my gosh.
1: You really don't like Dan
2: Slot. I don't like Dan Slot. Okay. He's so over. Like,
0: I really enjoyed his take on, on Peter Parker. So I'm not as inter- I'm not as interested in deal. spirit
2: Every book he's been given is <laughs> gone. It's canceled. The only book that he's been he's written that has not been canceled is this one because it's their flagship title. I don't now, think it really matters who writes it. They would kick, have kicked him off if it wasn't a crappy job, though, wouldn't they? I mean, maybe he's not doing a crappy job. Maybe he's just kind of... I don't know
1: your opinion sandal. your opinion is fair but since he got on on board full time at the big time era Because mm-hmm. well, we you,
0: you really jumped on with yeah I
1: jumped on a big time and I have enjoyed the the run start to finish okay. there have been some duds you, you know of there, well, there always been. is but overall i've it's been consistent it's been good like, and i I've liked i love the, the lizard
0: story he told with morbius I really liked it no way Out was a fantastic story i really like spider island uh, I, I just
2: have become more and more a follower of of creators in the past you know ten years mm-hmm. and so I just kind of wait for one character to leave the book, and then if a new one comes on, that's kind of where I'll jump on. I'm really excited Fair about enough. Ryan
0: Stegman being the new artist, yeah, it's or one good. of the rotating artists, because I really loved his stuff on Scarlet Spider. I was so sad when he left that book. I would I rather
1: a store shipping schedule on Superior just so it could keep stay on it. Yeah,
0: Well, it's just not the way they do it
1: anymore. I know, which is disappointing. It's Because really, that's the person who hurts the most is the artist. They have to rush, 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 and lose the quality of the work. And you and you have these jumping-on artists, and it's this big mishmash of You crap. know, yes
0: and no, because I like the what way... yes and no? Well, yes and no, because the, the reason why I disagree only with Spider-Man is because with Spider-Man, they had it set up so they had a set team of rotating artists. Whereas other books, they just throw on fill-ins because, you know, John Cassidy can't do it fast enough. So either they, sh- they delay it, which they've done with Uncanny Avengers in a big way, or they get a crappy fill-in, and then you... or. You have the, you know there's more inconsistencies, but I've found with Spider-Man ever since Brand New Day started, and then with Big Time, they've had rotating artists so they come on for arcs, and so that arc that has no f- disruption of the flow of the story. Generally, obviously that didn't happen here because we had the first issue by Philip, but you had the, the artistic consistency for each story, and then you had one writer at least for Big Time driving the ship, so you had consistency in the tone of the story, mm-hmm. and then the art. For each individual that I'm okay story with.
2: I much prefer that to switching off.
0: So I don't mind it was with, with Spider-Man because they have a set rotating team, so you'll get Stegman and then you will get the next artist. So they have time to build up the issues without falling behind and without getting feeling as rushed. In a lot of the other books, though, I agree with you—they double ship, they over, you know, they push the artist too far, and then you get crappy
2: films. But the only exception to that is Spider-Man and my, my... This is why I feel they need to move away from monthlies. I don't feel that it needs to be rushed. I think people should just take their time and give us beautiful projects that are, that are lovingly created. And when they're done, they're done, and I get a nice little trade. The
0: problem with Marvel Comics is that a lot, so many of their comics don't sell well, and they only have a few that are the top sellers, so they make all of them double shipping. And that's, that's what's hurting their entire line. Be honest, because if you look at the top sales, you have their top books, which are their three ninety nine books, and then you have a crap load of two ninety nine books, which are all in the How do we move the into bottom. publishing. I don't
2: conversation. <laughs> we're talking about artists and art teams. Okay, so let me start. I know, after I our, know, but
1: after I clone Saga Tangent and everything else, I'm sorry about that. I don't. I did not plan that. That's cool. It, it's None of do. this is planned. We're just that's why shenanigans, riffing. everybody. <laughs> okay, so let me can I give thoughts oh thoughts? please do okay okay so final thoughts on 700 700 i when i picked this up you know how you grab a book for the first time and you'll, you'll glance through it quick before you read it you gotta yeah and, that. and i didn't know hard. this I, one. I do miss that I, oh yeah I, on purpose really I to, yeah because i didn't want to spoil anything i want to see where it's going and i will admit i was i was taken by the story Okay. Like, slot wrote for me this very well and i was really going oh my god what's going on here is this really gonna happen is this where they're going i love the heaven thing you know when um, you
0: realized where they were going, did you get more dis- well,
1: disappointed? The with every well, well, once, once we got to the end, right? And we- were you oh,
0: I'm sorry? One interjection because you just flipped by it. Sure. Were you disappointed that Curly Cooper didn't doesn't actually like? He told her. <laughs> he told her, and I wanted her to believe him. And I felt like that was a missed opportunity. No, I don't
2: think that. I, I think that she reacted just fine. Yeah, I know. I agree. I just yep. I, I think wanted if she <laughs> reacted and said. It is your Peter. That would be too... But that's the thing. Yeah, I start kissing the corpse
1: now. Yeah, one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah you know, a little bit, yes. But also, I wanted just one person to know so
2: that when It he... should have been Connors. Okay, yeah. That's who it should have been. I I
1: just... I, Which makes that moment
2: more, more because sense. Because a and lot... Then, more... And then, what's crazy after that is if Connors the only one who actually knows... Now Connors has a responsibility once he he realizes that Peter died. Like oh my gosh, Peter was <laughs> oh in that man, body. a lizard
0: ongoing. I'd but rather <laughs> buy that <back> than Morbius. <laughs> well, okay,
2: I'm not even an ongoing story. I just mean an ongoing like subplot. Oh yeah, I got of you. like of Connors having to have like a moral quandary where he goes, do I try to get out of this situation and try to go to the aid? Like this this Spider Man yeah. that's, that's gallivanting around. I'm the only <clears throat> one who knows what really happened. Yeah. I'm the only one who knows that this isn't really him, and I, I maybe I need to do something. Maybe I need to get out of sulking in my head and telling yeah. people on death row I'm going to die cool. and go I, out and
0: do something. I just want one person to know because otherwise it's too, like, he knows but everyone else okay. doesn't yeah, know. But we've we, we
1: yeah. been promised this bonus twist and Superior. That might be what it is, right? Yeah. So, because I just want uh, – You can see a lot of Curly people – a smart
0: character and I know that she act- reacted probably in the exact way she should have. But I just wanted one character to know to hold it over him in some way. Yep. They they
2: that to, was a mistake. To they be able had to had keep
0: one. him on the straight and narrow, someone who knows who we, he really is, we still is. might get there. We might. Right. Well, that being Pace said, Pop Pete figures it out. That being said, Spider-Man <laughs> could just kill her. Then afterwards, I mean, that's what that's what Norman Osborn would do. Well,
2: I'm going to try to paste about Pete on the on the can, and he's just like mulling, he's thinking. He's just like, eureka, and he he gets it. You know, that's kind of like song <laughs> and Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. Whoa, yeah, that was. Uh, Nice little moment. Well, how do you feel about Peter? The moment where Peter decides that um, he goes, "You're right. I can't let you get away with this." And he grabs them and goes to, to kill kill them both.
0: Yeah, where he grabs them off and says, "Like I sacrifice. can't stop you, yeah.
2: and I can't let you live." Yeah, and I did like that because he made because he made peace with that. It. That was that, uh, that uh, the, the the heaven scene mingled with the, the Peter attempted yeah. suicide scene with yeah. the two most emotional. moments I do
0: like that Peter accepted his fate at the end. Yeah, as much as he hated it,
2: and and the reason well, why it hits
1: right here, it's usually the like, tink tink tink. He's yeah. like, no, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. A nice little twist. There. That was all we yeah. had left. Yeah. Um. So I mean, those are the two little moments where I feel it wasn't the same, same old, same old. Uh, things that really surprised me because I haven't seen another moment where Peter's actually contemplated or acted no. to kill himself. Any yeah. other person, I do
0: like seeing Spider-Man. Like when we have that the the parts where Spider-Man's fighting the Sinister Six and it's Doc Ock in his body, I do like Sinister Four. Sinister Force, sorry. <laughs> I do like that. Um, seeing how deadly Spider-Man really is when he's unleashed. Yeah, and yeah. and having Doc Ock kind of so realize. yeah, he, you're this that powerful. He's, but that why is not Kane back. like that? That's what
2: I'm saying. isn't holding back. Kane
0: is like that, but
2: he's not like. I think this is not holding he, back. Even though, he's... Kane, I know Kane isn't. Okay. but Kane isn't even like this deadly. Uh, Peter's like Ock, Ock is crazy in this. He punched off a supervillain's jaw. Well, like, I think that's like, part oh, did of Kane it? Do that.
0: Kane is powerful <laughs> enough, but he's not enraged enough. That's my problem.
2: Is. Well, Ak isn't even enraged. Ak is just like he's, he's kind of fairly. No, Auk is saying he's I'm fighting show to make you, sure that he can I'm keep. Show this. you how much better I can be than you. That's what he's doing. He's, like, there, he's losing control. But there
0: is no. I'm not saying he's losing control, but I think there is some anger and rage that's allowing him to just just let loose. Where? Well, he,
2: Find me an exclamation point.
0: I'm sure there is one.
2: Maybe there is. When he
0: beats the crap I, out of Scorpion. I just
2: know that... I, well, as I read the text, I never once felt that he wasn't angry. Mm. I just felt that he was cold and calculating and messed up. I, I,
0: I do like when we, we do get an, a good sense that Spider-Man is, is a scary character to people who aren't superhuman.
2: That uh, is a good point. Like a reversal of viewpoint.
0: Now, like I, one thing... like You haven't read it yet, but uh, Punisher Warzone, I think issue one or two, has Spider-Man beating the crap out of Punisher. And it was it was, it was very much like... This is what it should be like for a regular human yeah. to up against Spider-Man. It should be scary, mm-hmm. because he's so much, he's so powerful, he's so strong. You may have all the planning in the world, he may have all the weapons, but he's he's got so much that you do not have. When Spider-Man
1: can, Man is beating up the,
0: so, uh, it was it was Peter, okay, the right the real Spider-Man. We'll call him Amazing why Peter. Why would this Peter is superior? Be
1: hitting him so hard? The Punisher are scared.
0: Well, no, not that he was. It was just that you were getting it from Punisher's point of view. So, uh, okay. and although you weren't getting Punisher's, um, it, you were kind of getting it from Punisher's perspective without it being Punisher's word bubbles. If that makes sense, like you I, I
2: really do appreciate when they take the time to give us almost a real-world perspective on any of these characters. Like Banner was uh, the story where they kind of did a real-world take on on Hulk. Like if you mm-hmm. were see Hulk rampaging, yeah. this is kind of how freaky it would be. Richard Richard Corbin I think did that? He was yeah, who's a horror artist. So that's a nice way to take the Hulk, right? Uh, and, and this uh, same in that way where Peter is just. Well, it's not Peter? It's Doc Ock. It's you're just like he's so fast and he's so strong. Yeah, I wish we could see more of that. Like from everybody.
0: Yeah, but it makes sense that like they, they downplay that when it's usually usually because Peter does hold back. So seeing a Spider-Man where he's not holding back. I know, but even
2: difference. a like even a holding back Peter, he's it'd be a sight to behold for a real person. This yeah. is true. And we're mm-hmm. so used to having the camera following him and moving as quickly as he is mm-hmm. and kind of like entering his world. Why don't you just read Marvel's. Uh, yeah, in that way. Yeah, but Alex Ross has prob- his problems because he's not a good composer of the panels. No, he's, he's not. doing paintings. He's not doing like actual. No,
0: I agree. But you get There's a no little movement. But you do you know? get. You did get a sense of that, especially in the way that music writes that. Yeah,
2: I, yeah. I especially know? yeah, even when the mutants when they that first shot of them, the mutants appearing and they're oh, so the, otherworldly. The yeah. Oh, that's and creepy. the gleam of the visor and everything. That, that is a nice. That's how scared you'd be yeah. if you yeah. saw a guy with eye beams. Sure, you wouldn't just be cause... like, "Hey, look." that guy we, we, that guy has pouches we create a fantasy and obviously these are fantasy characters but you know they things aren't dirty like the New York we see is rarely ever really drawn very dirty. It's usually high sheen colors. Yeah. The artists rarely make it look as dirty and as filthy as New York actually is. True. Um, but when you read
0: Batman, you have a dirty Gotham City. Usually. I'm just saying the
2: reality of, of comic book characters is removed. The same way all yeah. myths are removed. Like we don't often talk about Hercules, the horrible things Hercules does. And like yeah. mythology. Greek oh, mythology. Yeah. Hercules has done some pretty messed up stuff. We gloss over that and we say, oh, he's a hero. I, guess,
0: right? I guess Batman's one of the few characters that we do get to see more of.
2: Daredevil too. Yeah, not as much, though. Well, when he's written gritty, it's gritty.
0: When it's gritty, yeah. But, like, Batman especially, like, everything, is, everything is dirty. Moon Knight is written really dark. When he's written properly, yeah. yeah. Not the classic Moon Knight,
2: but the more modern Moon well, Knight. Well, some of the classic Moon Knight stuff was Some of it, dark.
0: but more modern is where they go really deep into, like, how how crazy he is. Yes. And how this character would be scary because he's psychologically and, and those and messed are the up.
2: moments where I feel like that's where you need to look at Civil War. You need to come at Civil War from that perspective. From the mm. perspective of a regular person who's actually seen... Um, walking down the street, this dry guy dressed up as a devil kick a guy in the face and beat him mercilessly in the street and you see the blood spatter out on the ground and then he swings away and you're just like you're he, just like, he carves, some, circle. carves oh, some circles oh yeah right or, one of my
0: favorite daredevil moments of or time. imagine
2: if, if you were in that alleyway and you walked by and you saw Moon Knight carving the Bushman's face off Ugh. and filleting it and ripping the face off of him like yeah. those are the moments where you go we have to get the, the, the government has to step in here and register these guys and get the psychos off the streets right plus how it, do I know this guy dressed as the moon is a good guy plus sometimes
0: know. it's, it's cool to read a comic book that does make you feel uncomfortable yeah because there's something to be said for that like I, I know you again well that's
2: that's Watchmen's legacy
0: yeah you guys haven't read it yet, but uh, the current Batman storyline with uh, Joker it's he, he he recently had his face cut off so but Bushman now, style well, it was almost like a, it was almost like he, you could wear his face like a yeah, mask. Push so yeah, but so now uh, he's Mark
2: wears his face sometimes.
0: So he's wearing his he's wearing the Joker now has his face back, but he has like straps to try to hold it on. Mm-hmm. And there's parts where like he'll take his face, and he flips it upside down, and you can see part of like the decaying flesh underneath, underneath his face. Like just it's it's really disturbing. Mm-hmm. But like that's how scary the Joker should seem.
2: Those are the freaky moments I like about. Uh, Paul's most hated com- not most hated one of his most hated comics the other world starlight on Uncanny X-Force where they have uh, like the yeah. guy who fillets X, uh, X, uh, um, Phantom X yeah like that's very uncomfortable that's very kind yeah. of creepy
0: Paul have you finished Uncanny X-Force now have you read the
2: final issue I read the final issue <laughs> <show>, yeah okay
0: <laughs> sorry we're so off topic and <laughs> if you
2: tuned in for Spider-Man you got some of that
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got some we got some publishing uh
2: okay, so well, the way they said Paul Paul was, finishing Paul was trying to so, g-
0: give us a conclusion
1: yes yeah, so
2: thank you
1: guys uh, when I finally... Sorry, that's all the, the time end. we have today. <laughs> <laughs> got to get you out
0: there. The end. <laughs> Sorry, please the, the first
1: thing that hit my face when this happened, it reminded me, I told you this the other day, about exile. It Exiles. hit you in the face. It hit in the face. When World Tour ended and you had Proteus who had taken over Morph, uh-huh. right? And the way to solve the problem is let's put a headband on him to make Proteus think he's Morph. <laughs> Yeah. so Morph's gone it's actually Proteus but he thinks he's original Morph that's clever right and it was, I it's thought right. it was just mildly stupid and I think they should have killed Morph and left Mimic it alive you, I don't know I think in terms going,
2: of being creative um, that's a creative thing whether it's stupid or not it's fine no, but.
1: I wasn't. so this kind of took that back in my face going well hmm. am I going to buy this this Doc Ock Spider-Man you know regardless of the memories him wanting to be a reformed hero now like is this going to this direction going to work for me um you know, I think that there's there's potentially you know, there's cute, fun stories in there. You read through the letters, pages, and some interviews I've read online about what they want to do and his interactions with villains. And I think there's some cool stuff here. But I think there's no actual longevity. And going back to what I said earlier, with the different authors now having to deal with this version of Spider-Man, mm-hmm. how are they going to incorporate mm-hmm. him, and how is he going to interact with different superhero teams and characters? It, it's a big bag of worms they're they're going with here, yeah. and it's a huge risk on a flagship character. So I I'm planning the balls to do it, but I don't know how it's gonna fly, and I think it, it could backsplash at them really quick and not have to retcon it. I
2: feel sooner like than at they the want end of the, mm. at the
0: end of the day, it's a superior Spider-Man maxi series. It's gonna last well if it's double shipping, it'll last 24 issues max, so it's about oh, a please, year. Please don't. But that's a year though. If it's double shipping, I know. <laughs> so, but it'll last about a year, and then the new movie will come out and he's gone. So if you approach it as a maxi series, it is what it is. The only thing I'm really not looking forward to, and you kind of echoed this, who's you? Sorry, Nate. Nate. Nate's view is that I uh, I'm excited to see him as acting as Spider-Man. I do not care. About seeing him with MJ, I don't care about him interacting with those characters because it just it feels weird and but off. They're going
1: there because the uh, of the course issue they're of going there. There's a the camaraderie. I just don't do, see his motive for doing it.
0: Yeah, I don't see the reason for him to do it. I I guess again, him wanting to be better than Spider Man. Like I want him to be better than
2: everything. Like I want but to be seen Why, why is clipping he... his nails? I mean, like Peter, I have memories. He always screwed up when clipping the nails. I'm going to get it perfectly rounded. Well, and then when I organize my cereals, it's alphabetical <laughs> for me. Like I want him to be everything better than him.
0: But and, and I guess that's. I, I don't want that like, and so course, i, I want sarcastic Exactly <laughs> I, I, I'm okay with him Being superior to Spider-Man I don't want him to be The superior Peter Parker
1: That's a good point But he Like how, I wish He they has would to just... still play Like Peter Parker Because if he Changes to Doc mm-hmm. Ock They'll know Something's afoot Yeah right? I just kinda He wish has they... to still play As Peter I want
2: to decide Who he is Because Yost Apparently can't decide yeah. Right yeah. Because he wrote Avenging Spider-Man And that is Doc Ock In his body Yes, but uh, the end of seven hundred suggests that they've melded together into one new and kind of new person now. So, what is he?
0: I don't know yet. Like, I would rather, I, I guess at the end of the day, I'd almost rather not just not be him, not be Peter Parker. Like, I, I wish
2: know, I wish it was Eddie Brock mixed with Peter. I don't care. I don't think the Otto like, should mix with Peter. It's not. It's not a choice. I they like having Joker become Batman? Yeah but, yeah, like, yeah, but is it like Joker becoming Batman, or is it like Killer Croc becoming Batman? <laughs> because I don't feel like Doc Ock is necessarily the right person to necessarily... I would rather
0: have Norman Osborn.
2: No, he's too, too
1: messed up. Well, Maybe. here's the thing. No, no, still be I, th- crazy. I think Norman would be more
2: in a more interesting take. I think Norman would want to seduce um, MJ. Yes, he would, because I've already had Gwen. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I'm I am gonna have you said that up. without, without I know. <laughs> and he'd probably go after Aunt May. It's like, Peter, why are you holding my hand like that? Like, Aunt May, just let it happen. He's that's what <laughs> Doc
0: Hawk Spidey's going to do. Uh, uh, so, actually, speak. we've mentioned it a lot. We've danced around it. Uh, Avenging Spider Man 15.1. This is a
2: weird thing. For like, why they insert it in Avenging?
0: I don't know. Ridiculous. It's uh, a that, one,
2: though, so they can do it. Because well, Avenging a garbage
1: book anyway, so I have to make one sell something.
0: That's true. I thought this was going to be more of a retrospective on their relationship
2: as. Uh, as, folks. as the cover indicates.
0: The cover seems to indicate more of that, and that's what I was more excited about. Yeah. I, got, I got something I did enjoy, but it wasn't what I expected from the cover. Uh, this is one of the few times where I think the point one was apt. Why? Because, well, the whole, we're supposed to be, they were supposed to be This could
2: have been the first issue
0: of... Superior? Superior. Yes, it could have been.
2: It, it, technically, it was the. F- it really it, was, it, wasn't it? It
0: was Superior Spider-Man Zero, yeah. yeah. In a lot of ways because he
2: creates his new costume.
0: Yes, he does, which I hate. It's so stupid.
2: That's fine, but where should well, uh, where should the character's costume be created? Sorry, it's not stupid, in issue number one of their series or different. another book somewhere else.
0: Well, I'm pretty sure Sensational Spider-Man has established the precedent for zero issues. Oh my
2: goodness!
0: Just saying that's where Ben Riley's first Spider-Man costume
2: but took place. But at least as, I don't care. A zero of the same name book is fine. A different book.
0: It's still one of Spider-Man's books, though. So. <laughs> and and they're getting it's this one of Peter Parker's this is the, yeah, yeah well it's a new Spider-Man book now it's,
2: yeah Spock should also, be in his own book and, and this, also this launches is, a
1: new status quo for the creative team as well
0: yes because now Yosh is going to be uh, the regular writer of this book this book needs consistency oh, if, if,
2: wait Yoshi is going to be the regular writer of Avenging of yes. Avenging oh okay
0: Slots for Writing Superior so okay. maybe you would read this but you don't wait, like wait, how wait, but Avenging
2: wrote. is of course going to take it's going to take over as the Spock character right It's yes. Superior is everywhere Superior yeah. is everywhere.
0: Everywhere you read Spider-Man, it's consistency. Why would Why would you
2: think I'd like Avenging more? Because uh, it's not slob. Because it's not, it's not, slot. not slow, I see.
0: That's the reason. Because huh. you really dislike Who's slot. the
2: artist going to be on Avenging? I think it's Medina. Medina. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Medina. I'm not a
0: huge fan. I'm.
2: He's like Ramos light.
0: A little bit, yeah. I, I, but he's a little bit more consistent, and there's a little bit less the cartooniness. I, I really don't like what, new, weird talent What is the, the
2: the symbol on the back of Spider-Man now? Yeah, I like, don't know what that's to What is that? Is that a razor blade?
0: It kind of looks like it. I just I don't mind that. I don't it's mind like Metal that. Man. I like the goggles. It's kind of cool. I, I, I actually, I'm fine. That's, that's okay nice with touch. the slight color change. I'm I'm okay with the entire costume except for the gloves and the and the boots. The toe, the toe? The toe doesn't make any sense. I'm okay
2: with the claws, the toe, but well, the claws are yeah, two thousand nine nine, so you can't. Yeah,
0: I don't like that. And actually, that makes sense. Why? Actually, nothing makes sense. I don't know. I like the goggles though. I like that they're a little bit different. So he's
2: just trying to create more property damage, is that it? Because Peter can stick to walls and climb, and no one knows he was yeah. there. But now everyone knows where Doc. But now he's got a big toe <laughs> that, <laughs> that
0: sticks out. It.
2: Like I don't know. I, I don't really get it. I, I assumed he would incorporate four arms into his costume. Like, why wouldn't he? You know? Yeah, he still I, has a telepathic control. I did, control, I did like... I guess Shouldn't so. Shouldn't he? Should he? Mm-hmm. Is he no. Still is, has, is it's it, his mind. It's his mind. It's his, his mind. If Peter could do it with just his body but not his mind, why can't Doc do it? I think it's, it's it? something in his body. Again, Psylocke. Yeah. So... Well, go-to,
0: eh? Psylocke
2: <laughs> makes no sense. When you think about what they did to her? <laughs>
0: no, it doesn't make sense. I did like that we... Want that interesting to that Pano, we that one pan away all the different versions of Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how is was that the same guy in each one?
2: Yeah,
0: I, I, there's I like look. the classic like animated series version. There's the you know him having the jacket over his pudginess. You have that weird uh, right around Spider-Man Two where he had the longer slicked hair this and got like the trench coat listening. I have no idea. They have no idea. <laughs> there, there's like a, a splash shot. page. There's yeah. a splash page of looking at all the different versions of Doc Ock. I do like that you have the idea that um, Doc Ock kind of confronting his own. His own
2: yeah, shortcomings? I was about, but i it, it's almost like there has been a small character arc for him in this issue, yeah. but I'm not really sure what it was. Okay, I'll agree with that. Because he confronts it and says, oh, I always failed and never succeeded. Now I'll be better. Wait, isn't his Goldie better than Peter? It's also been better he competing than... competing with himself or, now? A little bit So both. who is he? He's both. He's so conflicted right
1: now. That's still whole point of this thing.
0: I think I, there's still, still supposed to be some surprises, like you said, in... Sorry, like Paul said, in Superior Spider-Man. like This isn't the end of the story. We're just beginning. There's going to be more to it than we realize. So I'm excited. Or maybe to there'll be far, far less. There could be. There could be. <laughs> and I, I I admit that. There could be far, far less. Yeah. I'm interested to see what it's like. I thought this issue did a good enough job of showing that he's still a man in conflict with who he is, who, what he could be. I, I just and, wish, and realizing how much he sucked.
2: I just wish there was more empathy. I really do. I wish with all these memories, and all these experiences, that instead of just trying to be a dick to Peter and his legacy, like, I'll be better than him, I'll be better than him. <coughs> I wish I, he could see a value in Peter. I wish he could have seen yeah. the world is worse off for not having this man. And I do owe him something.
0: I do agree that they, there was, because we have a change in writers, we lose that little bit. Because 700 had a little bit more of him wanting to honor only the legacy. But barely at
2: the end and we didn't really know what it would mean.
0: No, and, by, and based on what Yost is writing, it meant nothing. Yeah, which is but a shame. we don't know what's... So maybe we'll have to we'll revisit have to see, yeah. once the first few issues of Superior come out, we can really look at what has this, yeah, he, what has 700 ended the meaning. I feel meaning. like
2: they, they really are missing something. If they just write this character in the future as though he's Doc Ock in a Spider-Man <laughs> costume... They're missing an opportunity, I think, to do something really unique. I agree. And new. So maybe we'll see. Because usually, means. When, you, when you don't write a villain as a villain, you're like, "Oh man, like I can't write Doctor Doom as more of a human, like more of a human who has like yeah. things that he wants to do that are good and bad." He You'd always ra- has to
0: be a cartoon. You'd rather he'd be sacrificing his childhood yeah, love and wearing her skin. He's
2: always got to do something that's like ostentatious and villainous. Yeah. But now they're giving this character an opportunity to revisit the Doc Octor character without him being always the villain. Now he's been softened by pathos and by empathy and by this mingling with Peter, and he can really analyze and see what would Doc Ock be like if he didn't get beaten every night by his dad mm. and get like this whole crappy past and had be the fat kid in school. And if he didn't make this... like Because they make that parallel in the Doc Ock year one where Peter and Doc Ock were both bullied. Yeah. But Peter made this decision over here, and and Doc Ock made the decision over onto the other side, and they had took different verging paths from being yeah. bullied. What would happen now if Doc gets a second lease on life? What could yeah. he be? And I and I hope they take that opportunity.
0: Yeah, I wish that uh, in like the the Daily Google cover there, of, uh, in avenging of uh, you know, Doctor Octopus is dead. I wish that someone had been snarky and said again, because it's not the
2: first time. Again? Question mark.
0: Yeah, now, uh, just briefly revisiting 700, but not the main story. Did you like the backups? No. No? No? Um, I liked that we had new material. I actually would have preferred having a reprint of a good comic, because I didn't really like the backups. They didn't add, like, this isn't I would like a
2: new story from Stan and Steve, but that's not going to happen.
1: No. (laughs) Once you've had something like a a Spider-Man and Doc Ock backup story. Or something, (laughs) right? (laughs) Like,
0: this was an $8 book.
2: What is it, Amazing Spider-Man number 5? The Doc Ock fight? Yeah, yeah, well, have nice to Like back.
0: something, like like I mean, and th- these aren't even bad writers. Well, at least one of them isn't. Um, <laughs> the Spider Touché. Dream, the Spider Dreams uh, backup is by Jam De who is one of my favorite Spider Man writers, yes. and has written like Kraven's Last Hunt, some really cerebral uh, Spider Man stories, and it was okay. It just felt like a waste of his. It opportunity.
2: Kind of felt like a retread of other um, themes, other stories, and other stories we have seen before. No,
0: the art was by Giuseppe Camincoli, who's been a regular artist on Amazing, so I actually liked the that he did the art.
2: I did like the little scene where he kind of shows the future of growing up with MJ and having a family with her. That yeah. was nice.
0: And then you have the date night backup, which I don't even know what the point of that was. With it's
2: kind of throwback to this Tangled Web when they did with, the same yeah, thing. Yeah,
0: it was uh, written by, what, Jen Van Meter and Stephanie Buscema? I believe it's the
2: same team who did th- that story then with Tangled
0: Web. Uh, no, because that was by Darwin Cook. and it Was, back was it Darwin Cook? Yeah. Well,
2: then then they have a very similar style.
0: I just, I didn't care much for it. It was just... I was just waiting for it to be over because it was just cheesy. and I like that they tried something different. I just felt like, put this in a different book. Put this in Avenging because then I could not buy it. Oh, Cause, well, because Avenging was a book that I would pick up based on the creative team and based on what the team up was. And I stopped buying it because I wasn't really? interested. Really?
2: you just said, you said Avenging is a book you would buy based on the team. Are you saying Amazing is not such a book? You buy it because it's amazing? Part of it, yeah. Are there any titles, Paul, you pick up? because it's the title's the title? Hold on, the universe? reason why I
0: say that, sorry, is that Amazing Spider-Man was the flagship book and it was all concurrent continuity. Avenging Spider-Man was written in such a way that it was basically a Marvel team-up, or Spider-Man team-up. So, but those I, things
2: happen. They're not outside. Yeah,
0: but they aren't generally going to be referenced in the flagship book, and, and they're not... They're meaningless in the
2: overall So you're treating theory. it like they're a not library. St- you're like a librarian, and you want to have all the different editorials and all the different newspapers, and if you don't get all the newspapers, then you don't have all the newspapers. Kinda yeah. It doesn't matter what the news is that day, you need to have the newspaper. Kind of yes. So do you feel the same way about any series, Paul? That you need to have them all? Because if you don't have them all, you won't have them all.
0: I think you do feel a lot about. It. I think comic fans in general, we need the you canon
2: books.
1: Sorry,
0: I almost <laughs> let him answer. I, I gave him a moment. Sorry, Paul, <laughs> taking a breath. I have a lot to say this time. Sometimes I, 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 whistle? Get
1: some water in there. I, I, I
0: take a backseat this time. I'm, I'm very opinionated.
1: Uh, I feel it with Wolverine because um, his book is always up and down, and. You, it's done a lot. Like, and with Marvel now, there's Savage, and I actually call Wolverine Snicked or now, because maybe cause Wolverine again. Yeah. And I don't know, do I care about Wolverine in Savage Land? And how long is that going to last, really? Um, do, I don't, maybe because Savage is in the title, is temporary, I don't know. Um, do you know that Savage
2: Wolverine Stories by Frank Cho? Yeah, I do. Okay. I saw the ad uh, for it, and I don't care.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking, i ordered that but then i found out afterwards another wolverine book's coming out so i don't want to get both so do i drop savage just go regular wolverine hope for the best
0: go for regular wolverine and hope for the best yeah
1: that's what i'm guessing but or do i just drop them both and get my wolverine fix at the wolverine x-men which i do actually enjoy for the most part mm-hmm. when it's not a frankenstein circus um yeah now again
0: so wolverine and the x-men is quote unquote like the, the flagship x-book right now well one of the flagship x-books right There's now so
2: many now all new
0: all new so all new okay uh, is that a book you're gonna like you're gonna
1: see through to the end? Like, I, I told you guys, I'm all on board. with okay. X-Men. I love the well, X-Men. The question but is: is, is are, are there any Eminen, other the books, for
2: example, leaves? Like, are you really there because you love Imminent? Are you there because you love Bendis? Like, are you there because the you reason? love X Men? Uh, all three right now. Okay, because right.
0: like I'm on a Ma- I'm Spider-Man because I love Spider-Man.
1: Because I yeah. used to
2: do that with X-Men. I used to buy Uncanny X-Men and I didn't care who was writing it. And yeah. now I'm just I'm only doing writers and, and authors. And, and, and
1: I was in the same boat with Uncanny. I stuck with it the whole way through. And then, man, we've gone through some some nightmares, right? But I've gotten smarter with the books. And I used to get all the X stuff. And now I just stuck with Uncanny. When that was a bit of a roller coaster. So now with this new direction with the mutants, which I'm liking so far. And if I'm just gonna, I'm getting all new, I'm gonna get uncanny relaunches and hope I it find comes that as I just kind of pick the...
2: and choose a story here or there or an art yeah. here or there over the years, um, I can, I, I can follow along with what's going on that in the universe. Yeah. yeah, and I'm only getting the ones I think that are really worth reading. Yeah. and I don't miss the fill. Like, I used to like all the filling crap, everything. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and now I don't have the patience. anymore. I think
0: the only book I have follow... the budget for it anymore, or the
2: budget the same way, and I'm fine with that. And it was the same thing with HeroClips. I used to, and, and everything else I've collected, Overpower and, and, yeah. and versus cards. I have to get everything, and you start off getting everything, and then you yeah. realize like this is ridiculous. I'm going to get a few cards I need. Yeah. I'm going to get a few pieces I need, and I'm happier that way. I think.
0: I think Amazing Spider-Man is the only book that I've never dropped. Because every other book, I've, yep. event, I've eventually been run off at some How way. many
2: years have you been collecting concurrent issues of Amazing Spider-Man without fail?
0: I started buying regular issues uh, since Amazing Spider-Man 419.
2: I meant consecutive. Consecutive? I, think I said concurrent. Yes, you did. Okay, consecutive,
0: consecutive 419 was when I started buying it regular. Wow. I, I got 419. Actually, I may not have even bought it. 419, I think I got it for my birthday, and I really liked it. And I said, I'm going to pick up the next issue. And the next issue is 420, and I just kept going.
2: Slow, slow clap or no?
0: Yeah, okay, you want to. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. Uh, And there, there's been some bad stuff in the middle, but um, for the most part, I just I really love Spider-Man. And and I used to love X-Men, but I got railroaded off of that because it just uncanny was the was the flagship book, and I would buy that. And then eventually, it got terrible around 4.05 I just I couldn't take it anymore, so I jumped off after the like the X-Core storyline. And I was just like, I can't, I can't do this The fact that me. you
2: got that far into it is impressive.
0: But I was like only like 10 issues in it. but like, That's 10? Aust- I didn't like I the
1: concept of X-Core, though. But
0: Aust- Austin hadn't come on yet, so I hadn't been... And then I tried getting back in around 4- 425, and I was like, can't do it. And I came back with Claremont, and I was like, uh oh, maybe. And then eventually I had to keep... I kept leaving, coming back, leaving, coming back. But Spider-Man's the only one I've consistently never left.
2: I do appreciate the hindsight I'm going to get on this, though. With Avenging Spider Man and Superior Spider Man, I'm going to sit back and wait for trades, and then I can just kind of see how it goes. Like, I don't. Yeah. I, I used to be in the brave you know, frontier of, like, you go in, and you pick up the first issue of it, and you're like, I got number one. I got to get at least six, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't do I, that anymore.
0: I've stopped that completely. Well, I'm but...
2: with you on this one. I, I'm waiting for to see where Superior goes. I'm on not the, buying... the trade?
1: You're not yeah, going to yeah. buy it in singles? I'm not buying a single. That's really? fair. That's fine. Yeah.
0: Um, because eventually, when they bring Amazing back, they'll probably eventually. Uh, revert back to the old numbering and Superior will
1: then count I'll probably I want understand. to say it's a whole different name can't. it's a different no come on that doesn't mean anything no I think they'll stop Superior and restart of Amazing when Peter comes back oh then
2: number one yeah for sure uh,
0: you think they'll start another 100%. Amazing number one
2: 100 yeah, absolutely and 100%. then they'll return to the old numbering no, no. we'll be coming up you with know Amazing Spider-Man we'll, yep. hold right,
0: on we'll get a year of Superior two issues each that's 24 issues and Amazing Spider-Man comes back with issue 25 nope then
1: you don't have to go number one
2: nope they want a number no, one.
1: Because Superior to. will be done. You okay. Superior Spider Man is Spider Man. You end it Okay. Then They'll, you move along. Let, let's
0: say they, Peter's they, back, he's okay. amazing again. And make yeah. Amazing Spider Man number one. My point is, when you add up amazing the first seven hundred issues, however many issues of superior we get, plus the new run of Amazing, when it reaches when it reaches eight hundred, it will be Amazing Spider Man eight hundred and it will count superior no, spider man in its number. Why? Why why? Well
1: When I try engine too.
0: Why not count Peter Parker? Why not uh, Spectacular?
1: Why not count Sensational? Why not Because it was a separate book. So superior. Yeah. Yeah. It's replacing it directly, though. It doesn't matter. It does no, matter. No, no it's a no. it, you know, separate can,
2: book. There's, there's, there's points for either both arguments. In the past, they've done things on either side. So it, you could both... Uh, who knows? You, you'll just have to wait, because mm. either one of you could easily be right. Yeah. It's, like, it's an editorial it, there's decision. Volume one. Yeah. There's just no, with, no, just it's because like, it's called
0: Superior shouldn't... Like, I know, but this, isn't like, this is how many
1: Amazing
0: Spider-Man man. doesn't, doesn't matter. Yes, it does
1: absolutely it doesn't
0: matter. This absolutely. isn't a
2: body of water, guys, where there's one route downward down a hill and it's going to become a river, and it only can go downhill. Like you can't say, "Oh, it can go uphill." Like water goes. On. It's, there's, there's I'm telling two you. Paths when
0: you take. read Amazing Spider-Man 800 and it has the cover gallery in the back, it will count as Spider-Man.
2: Okay, that's your forecast. I, I, he's saying no, and we'll see. There's, there's no hundred percent because they've done stuff like this before. When this
0: is episode like two, like (laughs) 150 of this podcast, because Age of
2: Apocalypse directly (laughs) took over those books. It did, and said these guys, this is the new X Men. We're stopping it. Here's X Men now. You don't know where we're gonna stop. You don't know what's gonna happen to Uncanny. And then they didn't count that as Uncanny.
0: True, they didn't. But again, but that was the.
2: It just depends on the editors. That's all it is.
0: No, I think that was that was a different era of renumbering because they didn't... At the time, <laughs> all the books had all had big numbers and all that was I'm a big thing. I'm saying is that there's precedent, right? There is some precedent.
2: So all accounts is the editor. That's all it is. This is, doesn't even matter. I, I, that, the point that was, is... It was so 90s, though. There, there will be reasons. an Amazing Spider-Man 800. Yes, because will. Peter will be back. Yes, he will. That's all we have. I
0: just, I just... I doubt... I'll, uh, maybe I'm wrong. I doubt... They're not going to bring Spider-Man back in 701. It will be number one. You're right. So I just... I, I feel like. There's no way they won't count Spear as the number. Why? Because it's the flagship canon book. Like, and, so, and that's the only reason. It's the flagship canon. Canon means a lot to them.
2: Now, what I want to say is that I have a problem with this. I don't have a problem with it, but this whole monthly comic book thing. You bring up, Adam, that you said, look, the reason why they don't want to just switch away from monthly is just because... Uh, one of the things they can do is kind of feel out the, who's purchasing it, how popular the book is, yeah. and they base the, the continuing success of this book on their monthlies. Yeah. Um, and if they were just to switch to trades, it would be a larger upfront investment and more of a risk to release a series. What do
1: these say, times 700 times? Amazing Spider Man. Right. And in well, no let, me, way, let, me, let me just finish. And no gap difference. Uh,
2: what I'm saying is... Uh, won't count. Boo-hoo. Because movies and video games and novels, prose books, all take a risk. They all get a series of creators, and they say, we're going to put an investment in this, we're going to invest in you as the author, you're going to write a full book, yeah. and then we're going to see if, it buys, if people buy it or not. Mm. And it's true. More people would have an opportunity <laughs> to write smaller, smaller novellas and get those compiled together into one book yeah. They had more of a chance to get their their writing out there. Hmm. Publishers could take more chances, but publishers haven't been doing that for years. Charles Dickens used to write in small editorials. He used like uh, not editorials, small little stories. Right, he'd do like a little short story here, and it'd be released like monthly or biannually or whatever. Yeah. And then they would compile all his like, these these stories into like one book, or all the chapters or all the parts of the story into one book, yeah. and you get great expectations. That's how books used to be done. They used to come out in parts. Yeah. But because they have moved on as a, as an industry as a medium, and movies are the same way, they no longer do small little reels. It's a big enterprise, a large movie. I'd like to see comic books move into that because I feel it's a, it's a better format. Yeah. Um. I don't know if you guys completely disagree. Maybe you do. Maybe you think that you should continue as monthly <laughs> only digitally. I don't know.
1: Well, here here's the one thing. You look at uh, DC's doing it kind of right now with those Earth One books, right? Uh-huh. It's a pure trade. Here you go. There's no singles to it, right? Nice idea. Nice complete story. You get some artists, same writer, no wishy-washy stuff. But buying a monthly and buying a couple of issues and it starts to go to sour on me, I can stop.
2: I know. That's right?
1: true. Or I drop 30 bucks in the trade. I get it. I read it. Oh, this one's very good. Like, I just cost 30 bucks. I know, I but that's six. what happens
2: with everything else. You go and see a movie, I, if you walk out early because you don't like it, they're not going to give you your money back. You go and buy a video game, I'm sorry, I spent 60 bucks on this, I don't like this game. I'm sorry, sir, you might, probably should have rented it first, or maybe you should have read some reviews. I can't give you your money back because you don't yeah. like it. Right. right? I'm just saying, I, I understand it's, it's nice for us, it's safer in that way, I think it's safer for them, I think, but I don't think the format is as enjoyable overall.
0: I think part of the reason why there's that reticence, though, and, and not wanting to drop that money is because we're used to being able to just drop. Three or six dollars. I think at that's time. exactly what it is. We're used to being able to buy it in smaller quantities, so if we want to stop, we can. Whereas with a video game, it's always been. But do yeah. we
2: stop? Don't we finish the arc anyway? No, I don't anymore. Well, I, I, that's news to me because your entire life you finish the first. Yeah, arc. I always finish an arc. <laughs> I
0: always finish the book. I'd I plead always... with
2: you, Adam. Don't do it. He's like, I got it, Nate. I have to finish the arc. I started Adam, to b- tell you.
0: I you know I uh, when I was switching to trades, it made it easier. But like, I don't care. <laughs> there's, there's stuff I don't like anymore. It's it doesn't. I only buy like four or five so actual books. So are you saying that you do it
2: because, or you, you're resistant against the change because you've always done it? Or do you say the format of going to trades or, or, or stories that way I've given is not up really in, better?
0: In a lot of ways, I've given up on singles.
2: That's because it's expensive. But do you feel that the format needs to kind of move, give way to something a little more whole? I think it's Complete. slowly
1: getting there because a lot of people are trade leaders now.
0: I yeah, enjoy it's, reading it's, yeah, trade okay. more. Do you
2: feel that the trade waiters? Because uh, it's me for two reasons: the cost, and I like I like to sit down and just read a story together. Like you know, uh,
0: I like waiting I like, for months. Is I that's part of it. I actually don't. I don't mind the installment aspect. I, it's more. I just I I don't want to have. Like you know, my bag and board and on, on, the, on the subway, mm-hmm. or on the, like I want to be able to, take to a,
2: every twenty pages open up a new thing. Yeah. And, and, yeah. That, and as so a kid why that you're was so different. code on your iPhone, yeah. There. yeah.
0: As a kid, that was a very different experience. There was a, there was an excitement to it, but now it almost feels more like. And you know, part of this is because a lot of modern stories are at least three to four issues long you can't tell a full story they they just refuse to. Mm-hmm. They won't tell you a full story. used to be you could pick up one issue of Amazing Spider-Man
2: and for the most part, get a full story. They would do sometimes uh, uh, one issue of a comic and it would have multiple stories. Yeah. Like, here's Peter Parker going to the mall. Here's Peter Parker and the Human Torch they're get <laughs> in a fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like...
0: So you can, you got a full thing so you would take out the issue and you'd read it and then if you want to read more, you could, but you didn't feel like you had to. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I want to read one story, I have to yes. open six times. I think that has to
2: do a lot with the fact that they've gone to a more cinematic yeah. storytelling style. where they're Instead they, of being as compressed. Yes.
0: It used to be they had to shove as many words yep. as they could and to tell you as much, and now they take six issues to do what used to and be. And because they're not
2: done in one... Why would you ever read them one one by yeah, one? Yeah,
0: which is a, a reason why to have a trade. You can
2: read it in one shot
0: yes. because it's one big story. Although
2: I, I mentioned video games as a reason for like episodic stories. like uh, they don't do episodes, but now they're kind of starting to do that. Like *Wake the um, Walking, uh, Walking Dead* is an episodic game, and they're, yeah. they're doing a lot of these. Telltale big on that. Telltale is big on that, and and some people think that's the future. I personally disagree. I think that companies are more interested in making you put down 60 bucks for a game.
0: I agree. But, but the episodic
2: it, thing is kind of a It's bro-bash. an
0: interesting way of having, and plus you're generating more, I think, loyalty for your brand as well because you're, like, you're asking for a subscription and people are more likely than, I think, to want to go into the next one because they don't necessarily, like, plus they usually put the first installment out as a demo. Like you can play one full installment yeah, on okay. full episode. Yeah, they, so, that's what they did. Yeah, so it's like, a nice, good way of really giving you a taste. Can you and,
2: imagine if they did that with comics? First issue's free. Everybody. All the first issues, whenever yeah. they come out, it's free. Just we want you to get you hooked on it. That'd be crazy. The, the, it, it's yeah. an interesting way of doing of printing it. Would, would, it. It, would, it from wouldn't work,
0: it. yeah. But it, no, it's an interesting way of doing it because then I might be, like, it's better than just giving you a playable that's demo. Free digital. A
2: free, free digital. digital now, that's, and I'm, right. now you're saying something. Right. I'll give you free digital. Now if you want to buy the rest of it, you can buy the rest of it. We're not going to let you buy issue two. Yeah. If you like the first issue, here, you can plunk down your, yeah. your your $10, and we'll give you the next six issues. Yeah. I think Marvel... Like, once a month, pick a couple of books. That
1: you yeah. A little to subscription create. fee, maybe, even? Yeah, and they mm-hmm. do have a That's lot of That's a sales. very
2: interesting idea. Mm-hmm. They do have a lot of sales I would Marvel. definitely... And could you imagine if you could do it like by company? Like yeah. I can see all the different uh, Dark Horse ones out this month. It's yeah. kind of a sampler. That would be a very interesting way to do it.
0: It's interesting how Marvel's approach digital, because... They've done both really good things and really horrible things. One good thing is that, yes, their books are three ninety nine, but they come with a free digital code. That's awesome. Hmm. The only bad thing is that they don't lower the prices. Like uh, DC, The e-books
2: the, the aren't lower? Is there a
0: n- well, no. They're, they're all the same price. But with oh. DC, a few months after an issue's come out, it drops in price on the digital marketplace. Great. But not the same for Marvel. Oh. They stay the same price. So that's kind of like, come on. like They should... Like, there are sales. They'll have special sales on
1: mm-hmm. select comics. There's commerce, a big thing. But um, they need to. I remember some, looking at some of the Marvel Book singles, and um, a few of the, the, the non A list titles were below cover price. There sure were? They were? Okay, but okay. Yeah.
0: so maybe. Uh, I apologize. I don't know.
1: Flagship books, by no, all
0: means. Flagship books are, right are going to stay their price. Whereas with DC, everything drops I like a few that few radiated
2: after. pricing. I thought really it was should go yeah, down in price. It does, but video games are struggling with this right now because the mm-hmm. iOS games are like a penny. Yeah. or free, or a buck. Yeah. And then you've got the other publishers who are like, well, we make really substantial, robust games over here. We yeah. think that 60 is fair, or 40. And so people, 40 so 40 is a great price it, point. I, think I would buy so point. many more games but but than are, $40. they are straining against it because when it, something comes out as $40, they go, oh, this is an economy game. It's a lesser game. I'm not going to buy. I'm not going to waste my money. It's I don't understand that. I don't understand either. And I look at it, it as
0: going, thank God it's not $60. Sure. Like $60. Sure. Yeah. $60, especially when you add tax and everything, it's almost 70
1: I
2: strongly feel that all E versions of any Anything. magazines books video games comic books should always be cheaper yeah. than the retail versions but there, not there's not buying anything physical exactly but no, they're yeah. not they don't agree of course cuz they go we can charge the same amount yeah. in Europe they just had a whole kerfuffle where they said that for any downloadable ebooks they must cost the same amount as the retail equivalent they must buy, we're making this a law wow. and so they have made uh, they brought court cases against it i think this was uh, england where they went and said That's, that, that goes against fair, the fair market, the free yeah. market. You can't tell us what the price of something is. It should be just based on like, supply and demand yeah. and based on like, how, how we want to price our models. You can't tell us how to price our products. So if we want to make there an incentive to download an e-book, yeah. it's better for our bottom line. We should be able to do it. And so apparently I think that they're going to win this case or they won it. Right. So that they're saying it's it's not legal for them to, to mandate where you price. I think this is very good. I think this sets a precedent yeah. for future endeavors where we can get cheaper e-content. Because I, I would read more things. The only thing about comics, though, it, it's an art form to me. So I still feel compelled to get the trade. I want something physical to look at the art.
0: There's something about the smell of a comic. But there's also there's, the smell of a the trade.
2: There's some, a smell yeah. of everything. Opening up a, even a Blu-ray case with a new yeah. movie and smelling that, I like. But people are saying, forget the Blu-rays. Why don't we just have everything on a hard drive? All your movie collection. All your DVD collections. The mm-hmm. only downfall to all the digital stuff, though, is that you're
1: relying now on having to get these means to store all this stuff. And if that ever
2: crashes on you, your two-terabyte drive, was kaput. Well, it should be stored at the source, right? Like, it should be stored at the. Um, right, right, but. but the, the, you can re download yes, it. The mother company. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Yes, but at the expense of who's bandwidth.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? All yours again, you have uh, how many gigabytes? How many? Uh, Redoing a terabyte? I, What's that going to do? How, Coach, you're going to
2: love you. Well, haven't on that here, right? like, yeah. well, that's the problem with the internet providers, right? I don't. I think that they're gouging enough, enough as it is. It's better in the States. It's way worse up here. Yeah. It's, it's, more, it's really for bad in here. Um, so but like, there are packages currently, anyway, in the year 2013 where you can get unlimited downloads. Those still exist. I don't know in 10 years if that will. They might oh, crack down and... Re- I'm wondering if I'll ever lose of People I are unlimited. downloading like mad now, whether it's well, you know what? If, legitimately yeah, that's or illegally. I mean, I like like, that's the I one wonder. thing I like about Nintendo servers. It's stupid because if you have a problem or, or something, like a system fails, they say, send it in and we will, we'll fix it. And if you have stuff saved, for example, on your 3DS, uh, they won't let you just buy a new 3DS and then re-download everything. You have to send in your old broken one yeah. And if you want to transfer it to a new one, you send them both, and they'll transfer it over for you. So yeah. there's no bandwidth there. But um, the expensive shipping there, isn't it? No, uh, no, if, it's, no if it's warranty, they don't, they'll don't okay. cover it. Okay. Um, if you just have something broken, and you send it to them, and they can't repair it, they will send you one back. They're not, they don't ever tell you it's a new one. They send you one back, they re-register all your licenses onto it, they put their licenses on it for you and give it to you, and say, oh, we fixed it. They never tell you it's new, but if you look at the barcode, it's new. Ah. that's happened to multiple people. But as as a consumer, I don't care. I got my product back. It's new. It's 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 fixed, and all my software's on there. Hmm. So it's a problem because it's it's not really convenient to send your things in. But if you're concerned about bandwidth, Nintendo right now anyway does it all for you. Hmm. They they transfer it for you. That's
1: good. Again, there's always pros and cons to everything, right? Like absolutely having the physical book is always awesome. Like I got a brand new tablet from Samsung that is eh? 10 inch see that right? that would and, be way to read a comic book right and I, I downloaded on your, my digital codes on you X-Men yeah. and I'm flipping through the flipping men through art, it? and it's gorgeous on my tablet I might
2: become that person soon right so my whole life is moving
1: towards digital. Like my bookshelf recently collapsed due to the amount of trades on it. Yeah, <laughs> on it. And it goes, but isn't that
2: beautiful to look at those? Yeah, I like it my, my library, is. exactly. But after a certain point, it hits critical mass, and you have to. I feel change. like
0: I've been getting there because there's so much on there, and it's. I don't want to get rid of any of it, but it's isn't all... it
2: a sad, first nation, first world problem we have that we consume so many things yeah. that our things are overbearing to us. Hmm. We can't contain the things we purchase. Yeah.
1: I, I guess my thing is I. Can I really give 60 bucks away for a code? That's the, yeah, that's the on thing, screen. right? You you're, giving, feel, you're, giving, yeah. you're giving me permission to view something. Yes, it's all a you're license. doing. All you're
2: doing is pushing a license, yeah. not the product itself. Yes. Right? I like to have... and To me, it's not worth the same thing. I agree. Right? Which is why there should be a knockdown in price. Yeah, um, But they disagree. So that's my problem. Because the right now, I could go by Kingdom Hearts...
1: 3DS like, for 20 bucks on right. sale at Best Buy. Yep. If I were to buy it on the 3DS eShop, for yep. example... 40
2: bucks. 40 bucks. Yep. right? And will, will Nintendo ever really put it on sale? I don't know. They have started to do it. Nintendo never did sales on the Wii. They, well, rarely. They're starting... Like, even on the Wii U, um, like, a week or two ago, they had Trine and... It's still
1: on sale. On been, sale. i got to yeah. talk
2: to you about that later. Yeah. yeah, that's a great game. So, um, that's nice to see that they're, they're actually kind of stepping into 2006 um, with that as well. <laughs> so... They so have to. They have to. Yeah, with the possibility of sales, it's fine. Um, but there is something that you feel You feel better. Uh, we've been trained this way with the way our capitalism works, to receive an item, a physical entity, an item, yeah. that we believe is worth the value that we exchanged. It's, perce- it's perception of value. That's all yeah. it is. But for me now, my perception of value has switched to the point where I go, the convenience and the ease of picking up a tablet and going, I want to read Amazing Spider-Man 300 today, and pressing that button and flicking to it. That does... Absolutely awesome. That yeah. convenience is becoming yeah. that perception of value to me. So now my perceived value is I might be willing to pay a full retail price to own these Spider-Man issues if I can have the convenience of that. Rather than having to find it on the Where did I put it? Oh, I didn't put it back on the shelf. It's not alphabetical anymore. Honey, is it in the other room? I can't find Maybe it's under the bed. Did the cat get to it? Like all those things are gone. True. With yeah. the ease of that. True, this, but –
1: how long does a laptop last? How long does a tablet last? Well, you? no, let's, the, let's the license
2: go. you purchase should last you longer than the hardware itself. Right, sure. Then you go back By to your, your time, question of re-download. Do um, you download, you, yeah.
1: got to re- you got to keep replacing your hardware. Your tablet dies in you one day. Well, your whole comic collection's well, on. Well, you, you
2: should be replacing your hardware regularly anyway, right? Like you should always have a backup drive for anything. Like people who have the same argument with, ter- with iTunes. I buy all these songs on iTunes. What happens if my, my laptop dies or my whatever? Like we should. They, they tell you on iTunes, back up all your stuff. Like, we'll, we will give you the, the music again. Yeah. We can re-download it. But really, you should be proactive. Yeah. And we should be, right? right. Um the, the one advantage, though, with that is if you are proactive enough and you have everything stored in your big master file, um, you know, your 5-terabyte drive that you replace every five years, um, and this, 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 the cost of these drives are coming down... Which um, is nice. ...is if the, the, your things crash, I've got it all here on a backup drive. Or if there's a fire... And everything goes, you can still get your insurance to replace all the stuff and go to the company and say, I need to have my, my, my licenses transferred to this unit. And they go, sure. Yes, you might have to slowly re-download it over the next coming months. But in a fire with my actual trades and my actual hard copy media, who am right. I going to go to and get it back from? Yeah, I'm not going to go to Marvel and knock on the door and say, well, here's the uh, report from the fire. It says I owned all these trades. They're going to say, bye-bye. That's nice. Thanks.
1: Hmm.
2: So, I mean, right, as you said... This is just a debate. It has to do with what you're comfortable with. But the idea of a nice, beautiful tablet with full-color comics, like that's the thing, right? An e-reader like a Kindle doesn't have the same feel of a comic where you can have the spread in front of you. Even the way people like Adam illegally download comics. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for that. I had to do that. Uh, I, I had done it before, too, so I'm not so wholly... Whatever, jerk. Now. But I do it much less than you, so I'm a better person. Wow. Um,
0: Thank you so the much. Screen.
2: You still you know, looking over the screen. you Paul does this, too. But, but you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, how do you feel about looking at it on your screen without a tablet, with the mouse and everything and, and, and the page down? That's not as nice, is it? Of course not. No. Especially on a double page spread. Oh, of course not. Yeah. What, what, Adam, what do you think? Do you think the year might come when you will get a nice big fat tablet and have the yes, comics? Yes, I do. There? I yeah. think
0: it's not that far away.
2: Wow. That's short of mine. And I don't think 5 stuff. years ago. You said that. even
0: before you showed me like I've been thinking about it. The problem is the cost of actually
2: downloading all the comics I'd eventually want to have. Is, is wouldn't it be nice if you could just like show pictures to Marvel and be like Marvel can I have licenses for all these comics look at my room and just like take this panoramic shot of yeah. your room well, and like you know three what board the goes through every one and goes give you that one I'll give you that one
1: so to be fair like, I, I, so we bought, the, me and Adam both bought the Hardcore for VX. I have it too right
2: So now we be all three okay. so we can have three of them that stack together it's, a, it's gorgeous and high five
1: so you, it has the beautiful download code in the, yeah. the slipcase there boom there oh, you that's go. That's what it does.
2: Right? And that's so, how they get you because now you're going to put that on your tablet, aren't you? Done. It's yeah. done? You did done. it already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they, That's such genius about this like digital download code with the Blu-rays are giving away now. Yeah. They give it to everyone and people are going like, to, one day they're just going to go, well, I don't really want to download all of the movies that I have or all the things. And you go, ah, but look at your collection on that shelf. Did you know that all twenty of those movies you actually have a download code for? All of a sudden, that same person goes, "My perception of the value has changed. Now it is valuable to me. Although I own it the, already." A lot of those right. codes
0: expire very quickly.
2: Uh, well, that's the incentive program. So yeah. But but to point that out and have them download it, you've got them. you you've like that. It got you, Paul.
1: Yeah. So what I'm saying though is, if uh, so, there's a way to. How are
2: the
0: issues? There's is it all one big block? Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I have to actually view it. I, I did the
0: oh, download no. thing because I was um, curious yeah, how the...
1: how it would look because
0: that's sure. that's a big
2: is it, cover. A issue. Is it like a front cover to a, and then you open the cover and then you move like I want to. to see what it's like. I you know. oh, yeah, no problem.
1: Um, but my point is though, if if, the, if there's a way to uh, proof of purchase previous things, previous right, comics, right? Why can't you supply me? A, I've already paid the money.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah but the amount version. of time and effort it would take for them to go back through, and even just using the barcodes for example, you can say, "Well, what about the barcodes for these comics? Can't you guys just go through all all the old comics and write a program that would identify the barcode of it and let me own the license for any barcode I scan? No company is going to spend the money to give you free products. No, but I, I would, would totally. Fine. But I would, but be, would be such
0: cool. a convert. I would. Right? Oh yeah, if okay. they did
2: that, everyone would yeah. convert.
1: I would get right. everything, and I would switch totally. You know, digital. I have. You look at I like, X Force the last arc there, E 4 yeah. Extinction, or whatever it's called.
2: Yeah. Um, no, uh, uh, last... Uh, final Extinction. Sorry. Final Extinction. Final execution. Fine, excuse, so final Execution. Extinction. <laughs> <laughs> extinction Everything, <finale. laughs> every
1: issue but part one has a free download code on it. So might as well really spend chance. another five bucks or three bucks for issue number one to get a free download yeah, code. If you are a completionist, yes, you will. Yes, but... I'm That's kinda, a little and I, too. I, I yeah, think I he like will that. eventually.
2: That's kind of sti- maybe that was an oversight because really there's no. It was an oversight because
0: there was a weird point in Iron Man where they did the same. It was in the middle of a storyline. That's when they brought in the program. They didn't mm-hmm. time it appropriately. Right. Yeah. So. But uh, just going back to Amazing Spider-Man 700 for two reasons. One, I wanted to say, did it feel like a 700th issue in any way? Like, did it feel like a celebration of Peter enough?
2: I think that there were those moments. The heaven scene. There were some. It's just like I look back at old. It, no, it, it wasn't falling all over itself.
1: Because no, I think they, they've done that before. We've they, been they, there. They have. Yeah. We've been there. I feel. I like... know. It's just no, I, I look. This at... was a good conclusion to to put a cap on Peter Parker I, for yeah, now. I agree. I just I look at I look at some of these <clears> these famous.
0: You know, hundredth issues. Like, I
2: know, but they're always like these full cover hundredth issue things. No, I know, it's but like
0: issue hundred. What did it end? Peter
2: with? making out with himself, and it's just like okay, that didn't happen. Well, the, <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, it's 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 saying, look how great Spider-Man is. Don't no, we all love it? it? Spider-Man
0: I, 100 had ended with the six arms. No, so was the, a,
2: 100 wasn't. That's was too early. That was but momentous. As time has gone on, Amazing
0: Spider-Man 200, you had the burglar. coming I still back, remember like Fantastic Four issues
2: when they hit hundreds, and it's like, oh, the history of looking back at everything. I think Spider-Man it's, is it's a little clip bit different, though. Sp- I don't a, want the spider
0: mans ever done that with its. Well, I'm issues. glad
2: that they're continuing the, the tradition. But I'm just saying, I,
0: I thought the, uh, looking back at the previous so is, is your question, 30s, does this
2: feel like a 700 like other comics, or does this feel like a Spider-Man no, no. 700?
0: Does it feel like a Spider-Man hundredth issue? And to me, it didn't. It, did,
2: it didn't. Wait, have you such... just said that they have a tradition of not doing looking back on their history.
0: I didn't have to look back. There's just there was just something missing.
2: I, well, uh, I think there are two good things here. There was the heaven scene, which, again, didn't detract from anything. I did like that. And then there was the very nice letters page, which yeah. is full of people doing their odes and their memories. No, no, I like that, too. That's how they should do it. That's exactly how you do a celebration like of an anniversary.
0: Amazing Spider-Man 300. You like um,
2: I was mentioning before the podcast started, mm-hmm. Nintendo Power, the final issue, the letters page on that is full of industry yeah. people, like Chris Kohler and, and different people from the industry who are giving their memories yeah. of this magazine and I think that's the, that's the I wish the whole magazine almost was like that just people mm. I want to hear from everybody I want to hear I want a little message from Miyamoto I want Yuji Naka the creative sonic I want you to even tell me what you thought
0: no my, my second thing I, I, I was looking at this uh, cover gallery do you remember the first amazing spider-man issue you bought
2: uh, on air yeah. don't do this to me on air yeah <laughs> I amazing I mean, spider-man I can find it for you but like or the first
0: first issue you either read or bought or both um, if it's the same issue
2: oh first one I I, I believe the first one was given to me yeah. was the reprint of 5 really uh, with the silver yeah and the was,
0: special mem- com- commemorative issue
2: yeah I was given it was it was. Amazing, I had a copy of number 1 it was point. number 1 I was given a series of no I'm sorry the silver one was number 1 yeah I was also given a copy of Amazing Fantasy 15 okay reprint and then they did a separate series of reprints for Amazing Spider-Man. Yes. And I received number three and five. And, and I had 101. Yeah. That was just... My parents just... They had, silver, they
0: had silver ink on the corner yep. is what they just switched to. But it originally had a whole banner.
2: Yes. Yeah, so those did are the ones I recall first. So that's the first buying issue Buying buying myself? Or? That's, no, I didn't buy those. Oh, you those, read those. Those were, those were gifts. All right. Um, Question
0: is, what did you buy?
2: I see a lot of issues that I recognize the art from, but these are not the ones that i I've purchased.
0: Um, You're talking into the comic, by the way.
2: I am. Well, I, I mean, I have nothing to say. I'm just trying to keep the air from me yeah. going dead. Okay, I, I can see one that I think I recall as being one of my first ones. Okay, so that's Carnage is, Part Three. Uh, I can't read the number of the issue though.
0: Oh, it's uh, three sixty-three.
2: Uh, with uh, Carnage and, and Venom and, and Spider-Man's face it's with the green Carnage's
0: f- uh, first appearance storyline. I, I re- it's pretty big. Yeah, I pretty think pretty monumental. I think
2: that might have been one of the first ones I picked up. I, see. I still remember going to a friend's uh, birthday party, my best friend in junior uh, junior school, elementary school, and his gift bags that they gave away at the end of the party comics? Uh, had comics in them.
0: That's how I got my chromium cover of Superman 82. That's why I
2: got the beat. jury, part one.
0: Really? That's yeah. how you got it? Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I think the first one I ever read and that was given to me that was Amazing Spider Man was probably Amazing Spider Man 350. Uh, yeah. Um, and then after 350. That the first one I bought was probably, I want to say, three sixty-eight, three seventy-eight. Maximum Carnage part seven.
1: That's right. Dun, Do you remember the first dun, first issue dun, of Amazing dun, Amazing dun, Amazing dun, dun, dun. Wow? Oh, Be gentle, the my comic books. Uh, Maximum Carnage.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. What was that? Who was the bat like green jelly or something that did that? It was, was green.
0: Music? It was green jelly. So, Paul, what is the first issue of Amazing Spider-Man first you remember reading and that you remember buying?
1: Wow, loaded question.
0: I mean, it's, it's interesting because I think my first issue that I ever purchased... Does it have
1: some
2: sort of agenda with this question?
0: I, I, I guess I do. I, I actually had a Spider-Man 35 before I had ever bought an Amazing Spider-Man issue, which is weird, looking back. It's actually, looking back, it's weird some of these issues I even bought.
1: Absolutely.
0: Clone Saga, you purchased those?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm well in here. I'm just trying to see it. It's really tough. Sooner. Maybe we should have asked like I, this question before we started. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I know. I, I have this, but I, I got it in a it. weird box that came with the whole storyline of it.
0: So that's what, 384? Sure. Or 385? That's what the j- jury, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. Everyone loves the jury.
1: I Yeah,
2: I, I do.
1: I, I
0: like do. the jury. Yeah. They're kind of cool.
1: I got nothing
2: against them.
0: You got nothing against cool. them? looking mech suits, I'll, I'll dig it. Uh, these were shiny. I had these. <laughs> these were shiny. I had these. That's, uh, that's the double D on so you're pointing at Amazing Spider-Man 394, uh, first appearance of Judas Traveler. Yeah, I had, I mean, Or we're, around we're there.
1: Having those, but I think I got all after. What was the first issue? Ever? Oh, jeez, it had to be up with the clone stuff. I'd have to. say. Yeah,
0: I, I would assume so. You, yeah, with me. your love of Ben Riley. Yeah, it really did. Interesting. Okay, well, if you don't, if you can't think of the answer, that's okay. Because we are running a little bit late on time, I didn't realize this is two hours and twenty minutes of Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, like tons th- of familiar-looking covers, but for the first one ever, it, it's got to be clone stuff. It really does. Got yeah. to be,
0: yeah. One of my favorite covers of all time is Amazing Spider-Man 407, It was the, it was the uh, return of the Amazing Spider-Man after uh, having what two issues of the Amazing Scarlet Spider, and uh, I just loved it. It was Mark Bagley, it was Spider-Man and Human Torch and Sandman. It was so awesome. It was really good stuff. I mean, looking back at some of these covers, there's so many so many classic covers, it's a, kind of incredible. I love cover galleries. Whenever they do one of these anniversary issues, um, whenever it's like issue 500, 600, whatever, mm-hmm. I love cover galleries. There's nothing like it. So question. Was yes.
1: there Was this book actually renamed Amazing Scarlet Spider at one point?
0: Yes, it was.
1: And is it in here at Did all?
0: Did it include the numbering? No. And I already explained why.
1: Uh-huh.
0: It was marketing of the 90s. It was before they started restarting every book with a one.
1: Uh-huh. I, but it doesn't count in the book. Uh,
0: it doesn't count. <laughs> Again, re-inforces my superior claims. Whatever. When Amazing Spider-Man 800 comes out, you will see that we, I am proven correct. Okay,
2: well, it's, okay. On, it's on the air. It's so on the air. It's recorded, okay? Yes, it so is. once we find out, you can ha-ha at each other. I will totally
0: <laughs> ha Anyways, thank you for joining us for our uh, spotlight on the Amazing Spider-Man Dying Wish storyline. Uh, yeah. I was your host, Adam Chapman, with my special guest, Nathan Stratton. And?
1: And Paul Suarez. Very good.
0: And uh, make sure to, if you have any comments, concerns, questions, if you want to tell us to stop talking about Amazing Spider-Man, you can do so. Have you gotten any of
1: those since we started?
0: Have you gotten any emails? I'm not going to reveal that on air. I have actually received some Facebook messages from, uh, Dedicated listener, listener Alexander uh, Fintois. I believe, I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. If I just said it wrong, he's totally going to be unliking un- me. Un- unsubscribe. This un- he's going to unsubscribe, so I've, I've offended this man. Um, but thank you for, thank you for uh, joining us for the episode. Again, you can like us on Facebook, or you can send us an email at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. Uh, make sure to s- stay tuned for our next episode next Wednesday. Um, i not actually sure what we're going to be talking about yet, but I'm sure it'll be good. Thank you for joining us. Bye-bye.